Do you want more D&D? Do you want more podcasts? Do you want more content? Do you want to sponsor small content creators? Well, buckle up because Kath & Co. has finally started their Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com slash taverns caverns. No and, I know, we didn't pay for it. To help Isundra afford her own bed so she doesn't have to sleep on the floor anymore with Ediar. We have tiers of support such as Ediar's cheapest meal at $2 a month or splurging at Nomu a bowl of milk for $5, and yourself an extra special episode featuring some of the cast and some new players, and maybe a special DM. Season 2 will be coming soon, with a whole new cast of characters, but make no mistake, we will certainly do our best to make the DM shake his head. And a special thanks to everyone who helped us hit 20,000 downloads, and we hope to see you soon for Season 2! Last time, on Taverns and Caverns, we continued our search for Archibald, but in the midst of it, we came across an evil demon. A frog-like creature I've never seen before. One that reminds me of the stories back home in the Shai. When the evil god Moritai corrupts a person or beast, it takes the form of an altered, an evil version of itself. It was like that. However, Katinko was able to defeat the vile beast. But soon afterwards, we received a message from Habiris to hurry to the second floor. I wonder if she found Archibald. Episode 62, The Darkmoor Sacrifice. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Taverns and Caverns, everyone. This is your Dungeon Master Haphazard DM. And as we all remember from the last episode, our players are currently in Archibald the Darkmoor's mansion, fighting through it to find wherever he is to hunt him down with the help of all the NPCs as well as their arch nemesis, uh, Skull Reaver, or AKA Averus. But we do remember last time we fought a Hasro demon, which came for the players and the NPCs and through a very difficult battle after a couple NPCs were knocked out, the players were able to defeat the Hasro. But after doing so, they are now left to themselves in the main lobby of the mansion. As the storm is brewing outside, it's getting worse. You continue to hear the thunderstorm and the rain gets harder. And at this point, you all can hear now within your minds, you hear the voice of Averis and she says, get to me now, I found him. Second floor, ballroom. And that's all you hear from Averis at this point. You all can mentally hear her speaking to you. She used a spell to, to get a hold of you. All the NPCs also can hear her in their heads as well. But uh, as this is going on, remember Al Rose was unconscious for a bit as well as Rogar. You guys were able to heal them up. Al Rose is heavily wounded. He's, he's on one of his knees at the end of this battle with the Hezro demon or the, the giant toad looking beast. And he's, he's holding on to the side of his torso where the demon cut into him with its talons. And he's still bleeding out. Even though he was healed, he still has a bit of blood oozing from his side. So he's trying to catch his breath. And as you all hear the voice of a virus in your heads, uh, Rogar is going to look at the rest of you. Oh my goodness. Did you hear that in your head? Or it's just me. Wasn't it you? We all heard it. I'm sure. That was Avira. She said, ballroom, second floor. She found him. 
perhaps we should get going, yes? Yes, but uh, Arrows, you're going to have to sit this one out at least until you heal a little bit. Arrows, he's holding his side. He's just breathing heavily. His face looks somewhat pale. Obviously, he's, he's lost quite a bit of blood. Uh, and he just looks up at you, Nomu. Ugh. Go on without me. But trust me, I'll be there. Uh, I'm not letting him slip out of my out of my hands this time. And Grasha looks over at, at Yunomu. Little duckling, it is okay. I shall make sure Arrows is safe. We will join you momentarily. Nomu uh, uh, puts one paw on uh, Arrows' shoulder and looks at him. Don't worry, buddy. We got this. He won't get away. I guarantee it. And he, he looks at Yunomu, still breathing heavily. Just make sure. When you take him down, if you do, before I get there, I'll be the one to slit his throat. I'll leave you some. <laughs> <I'll leave you some. laughs> Damn! He, he just said to, to stop the conversation. <laughs> right, getting dark. Nomu was like, I don't feel comfortable with this. Yep. <laughs> so, um, with that being the case, Grasha decides she's going to to stay back with Arrows to make sure he's, you know, okay. Because she doesn't want to leave him by himself. Yeah. So she is going to be joining you along with Arrows, uh, you know, when he is able to get his, his breath back. But with that being the case, the other NPCs, they're, are, they're ready to go with you. Um, Rogar, Itari, Elroy, as well as Yaito. They're ready to travel with you up to the second floor. And remember, she mentioned the ballroom, second floor. So at this point, what are you all doing? I don't like the tone she struck. Yeah. Yelling in my head like she said, she ain't mama. But I agree. Go. Is everybody good on health? Healed? You all solid for the most part. Rogar is looking around. Does everyone have potion? Eddie, I don't know how many more spells you can cast today. Aren't you all out? I have a couple, but not very powerful ones, and I'm all out of potions. Oh my goodness. Does anyone else have potion? Yeah, uh, we got some. Yeah, I have one. I think I divvied them out last time, right? Yeah, you did divvy a couple out last time. I'm pretty sure... Maybe Rogar gave you guys some. I don't remember. Yeah, I know you guys. I know some of you guys have potions. I just want to make sure that you all are aware of your potions. <laughs> and the most important part, Asundra, don't forget you have that, that staff of healing. It has nine charges left because you tested on me. Oh, yes, I did don't, Yes, don't forget about the artifacts, the magical items you all got last session. Remember, I you got Eddie the, are, I you got the staff here. of healing, the amulet of health, and the ring of free action. Remember, you, guys you have the staff. Things. You won't give it to me. Yeah, yeah you, you, bonk, you bonked Nomu over the head when I heal 5 HP. Yes. Oh, Eddie, <laughs> do you want this? Since I always run away. Eddie, <laughs> I'm going to tell you You'll want this staff. probably need it more than I will. You'll be a f- far enough away that you can still heal us with it. What's the range on range? it? So the staff has 10 charges, so used one charge nine. already. So you have nine charges. And for you to cast the spell, you have to touch them with the staff. So it's right. like cure wounds. You have to physically touch them. 
Except oh. not with your hand. It's with the staff. With the staff, you have to bonk them. Okay. Yes. Yes. So Edgar should take it. <laughs> Wielding the staff would make it difficult for me to wield my shield. Hey, whatever, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Damien found a gold ring. I don't, I don't know what it does. That's the ring of. What'd you say? Oh no, just it's a gold ring. ring. Gold yeah, ring. I don't, I don't know what it does though. I don't think we went through that. No, did we? I don't think you did. I I just said what it was called, but that's the ring. <laughs> <laughs> does it do anything? I mean, it can if you figure out what it does. Oh well, I'm rocking that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the newest, flyest jewelry on the market. Did you did you put it on your finger? I did. Okay. My right hand. The left's more my baby. So as you place the ring on your finger, Desiree or Damien, you feel a little lighter on your feet. And as you do so, are you going to mention it to anyone? Because I know you just yoinked it. I don't think you told anyone you had that ring. I did not. I I do that a lot. Okay. (laughs) So as you equip the ring, you feel yourself to be a little bit more light, but you don't exactly know what it does just because you'd have to do like an arcana check or something um to really understand what that can do mm, i feel like my sit-ups and squats are paying off i'm feeling i'm feeling light this is weird what yeah. are you talking? no i'm not i wish i was it's a strange feeling i i can't describe it i think it's the ring yaito looks over at you oh not yaito uh, yatari looks over at you you said a ring? It's making you feel light? Did you pick up a ring somewhere? Yeah, you like it? He puts his hand out. Uh, she, nice, looks, huh? she looks down at it and she's just inspecting it. This this has some magical engravings in it. It's, it's magical. Ooh. Do, you, do you want me to see what it does, maybe? Please, please. All right, let me roll an arcana check for Yatari. She is a wizard, so she would be the best one to do this. And I rolled a 19, plus her intelligence. Mm. And as she is inspecting your ring, um, she feels the, the arcana attributes flowing through it. And she goes, this ring has devilish magic to it. It's uh, no wonder you feel light on your feet. It's, it's a ring of, of free movement. And she basically describes to you what the ring does while you are wearing this ring. All difficult terrain does not cost you extra movement to walk through it. So you can walk through difficult terrain as if it was normal terrain. In addition, magic can neither reduce your speed nor cause you to be paralyzed or restrained. Damn. So Yatari just looks at you and says, you know, basically what I just told you, you, you won't be affected by any form of difficult terrain and magic cannot reduce your speed no wonder you feel light on your feet that's a good ring that's worth that's worth hundreds of gold priceless i might add (laughs) i'm a bad bitch you can't hold me and this is the proof love it it was made for me it was meant for me everyone stand back (laughs) no one stands back (laughs) upstairs let's do this shit after you Nomu draws his blade and he starts to step, uh, walk up the stairs. And we're we strutting. All right. So the team begins to strut up the main stairs. As you all go up the stairs, Yaito, Yatari, Elroy, and Rogar follow you. Alrose and Grasha will stay behind for a little bit until Alrose gets his, his stuff back together. But remember, 
you guys did go upstairs briefly, at least I believe it was Isundra who went upstairs very briefly because she sent out her pseudo dragon to inspect what was going on in the main corridor. But remember, last time you inspected, there were rooms that were open. Several of the servants of the mansion were found by Imara um, to be getting eaten by smaller demons. And so the soldiers were up there as well, getting eating and trying to fight their way out. But as all of you make your way upstairs, you can see there's this long corridor. And as you look down the long corridor, there's a couple of zombies from Averis that are lying there dead, I guess. I don't I can't really call a zombie dead. They're already dead. But you <laughs> see the bodies of these zombies just lying there, unmovable. But you also notice a couple limbs and body parts, as well as other portions of, of soldiers that were defending the mansion lying around as well, whether it be your your friends, Camaros and the squad killing them or potentially these smaller demons. But you don't hear anything, which makes it a bit more mysterious, not, not, not mysterious, but concerning, concerning, <laughs> I would say, as you don't hear anything prior or because before you heard all the screaming and whatnot. But second floor has gone silent and the small demons that Imara saw, they're not in any of the rooms. There's doors, several doors on each side of the corridor that are open with blood coming from most of them. But as you guys hit that second floor, it is pure silence. You can just now hear the rain slamming up against the, the roof up above. And the roof up above is about two more stories high because the mansion is about five stories tall. But you just hear the wind. You can feel the wind from the main lobby door since the door was busted open, breezing up towards you guys. And Rogar is looking around. And as he does so, he has his great sword in both of his hands. This does not sound good. It's too quiet. Be very careful, everyone. Be on your toes. Do you? I do not know where ballroom is, but she said second floor. Yes. I can hear my heart beating. He says to be quiet, but Nomu and Damien are strutting up the stairs like Men in Black cartoon intro. <laughs> <laughs> So as you all begin to walk down the corridor, you can see in the distance, the corridor eventually hits a dead end. There is a fork in the road, or I should say a T. You can either turn left or right, the very dead end. And as you guys reach the dead end of the corridor, again, there's still bodies everywhere, just scattered throughout the area with blood splattered along the walls. The windows, you can see the lightning from outside, the loud thunder striking and it's beginning to feel like you are in the first night of Resident Evil 1. And as you're walking around, you get to that, that left or right. What do you guys do? I was going to roll a survival check to see the foot traffic. All right. So you roll a 12 on your survival. You are inspecting the carpet or the flooring under you. And yeah. you can see that it seems there is this large trail uh, of blood that's being dragged of something. You just mm. see blood trails as if someone's being dragged away, heading to the right. And then to the left, there is several, I'd say, footprints, blood footprints that are rushing to the left as well. It is a mess. It's very hard with a 12 to really know which way is the ballroom. 
you can definitely tell that people were rushing around, whether it be the servants, the guards, or even Averis and her crew. It's you don't exactly know which way the ballroom is, but both sides uh, are slightly different. More foot traffic on the left. The right has this giant trail of blood being dragged to the right. I I can't tell which way we should go. Well, doesn't look like. Tax. Yeah, it looks like someone's dead to the right. Maybe the left. There's bloody footprints to the left. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, a dead person ain't walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope not. Averis around. Oh, that's true. Averis can make them walk. Oh, yeah. Zombies are just laying there. <laughs> I say, I feel like the perpetrator dragged the body to get it out of the way and maybe went to the left to continue on looking for Archibald, maybe. I call her a perpetrator because I still don't trust her. As you shouldn't. You want to check the left? Yes. All right. What say you? Any objections? Everyone else? Rogar speaks up. Um, I think it's okay to go left. All I have to say is, let us not split up. We all go one way or no way, yes? I agree. Or else we end up like arrows. Elroy goes, yeah, I, I'm not trying to split up. This is really creepy shit right now, guys. It's like a Did scary play. the dragon ahead? Yeah, good idea. Cindy Mar to the right. <laughs> okay, I'll send Imara the right way and we'll go the left way. Right? Okay. That is that ordering? Yes. Is that, that sounds the smartest? Make me a perception for Imara as you guys go left then. An 11. Okay. So Imara quickly begins to move down the right path, which is the both paths lead into long corridors yet again. And as Imara continues down the right path, she eventually reaches a two-door room. The doors are wide open and that trail of blood that was being drugged to the right side looks like it's being drugged into this two-doored room. And as Amara takes a little peek into the room, it looks like this room may be some form of a office of some kind. It's, it's, it's a medium-sized room with several bookshelves. It's not necessarily a library like down below but it looks like another office of some kind with a couple of couches. However, in the middle of the room, Imara can see those small demons that were up above before that were eating away at some of the servants and guards. They are now all gathered in this room in the center, and they all have seemed to have drugged several of the bodies of the guards or the servants from upstairs into this room, and they're stacking them on top of each other, making a pile. And as they're doing so... You can see some of them are eating at the limbs as well. And the the pile of bodies underneath it, Imara can see there is in blood a, a sigil or hier- hieroglyphics of some kind that has been etched on the floor under up all the bodies. That's what Imara sees as you guys make your way to the left. Do you relay any of that information, Isundra? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Yeah, would I not? I mean, I feel I like... it's up to you." Isundra relays all of the information that Ryan just said. <laughs> they're either gonna have a feast or they're doing some type of ritual. 
I feel like that needs to be stopped. But Averis, her tone, her tone sounded pretty serious. It sounds urgent. Don't want to piss her off. Uh, those, those demons uh, sound busy eating. I don't think it's a ritual. What's the sigil? Oh, you did say there was a sigil on the ground. Yes, underneath in blood. Um, I mean, if you want to wait and see if Imara sees any more of it, that's up to you. She'd have to make a stealth check to see if the demons notice her. How many demons are there? I'd say Imara is able to see very easily. They're in that in that office medium-sized room alone. They're smaller, so they're about the size of Elroy. They like but, lesser demons? Yes. They're they're much lesser demons. They they are about the size of Elroy. Well, they're no, they're a little bit taller than Elroy, a little bit more stockier. Elroy's a halfling, so they're about the size of a gnome. So there are about, I'd say, 30 of them in that room. What are they, imps? Jeez. Not imps. Think of like flesh bags, melted flesh bags. Oh. Yeah. That are, that, are, ball sack? that are crawling around. Ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> They're ball sack demons? Okay. No, not ball sack demons. Just flesh demons that have no legs. They like slither around, but they have like little arms. Sounds like we can kill them kind of easily, but I also feel like that may be able to wait. I feel like we can handle two tasks at one time, but I agree with Rogar that we shouldn't split up. Yeah, so uh, speaks up. Uh, I uh, definitely agree we should not split up. I am not trying to die tonight. <laughs> well, I have I seen enough. I have heard enough war stories back in Shimada of splitting up. It is not a good thing to do. When we split up back home, there are monsters called Oni that would hunt you down one by one. It is not, it is not a cheerful story. Let us not allow that to happen to us. Oni? Yes, Oni. Is it edible? No, they are corrupted demonic ogres. Uh, that don't sound delicious at all. <laughs> No, they find you delicious, Nomu. Not us finding them delicious. Nomu is gamey, not for eating. That is what you say. Only <laughs> would eat you straight up. Without cooking you. Oh. <laughs> you had to mention that too, huh? No. <laughs> Without yeah, cooking you. Yes. The soldiers of Simara, they did say there was one story that... The Oni ripped the man's arm off with its bare hands and started drinking the blood out of it. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't wanna... Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm good on that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys no one doesn't want to go in that room. Okay. Doesn't go in. So you continue left? Yeah. All right. Does Shimara stay there to watch it, or do you call Shimara back? Or Imara? Well, like, if she keeps her in there and there's, like, an update, she can just, like, tell her, right? Like, uh, I think she can only be so far from me, though. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so instead, I think I want to send her just, like, 15, 20 feet ahead of us so that we can be, like, warned if we see anything. Okay, do that. So Imara is going to go about 15 to 20 feet ahead of the group to make sure that, you know, you don't rush into a trap. But I will say, as you are all making your way towards the left corridor, you definitely notice there are less bodies around, less blood, versus the main corridor and the right path. 
However, everyone make me some perception checks. Got it. All right. So Damien with an 18, Nomu with a 15. Nice. Eddie with a seven. All right. So I'll say, and with Isundra uh, leading Imara, uh, Isundra got a 16. I'll say everyone hears this except Ediar. We'll say Ediar for some reason. Um, you don't hear it with a seven. However, the rest of you, may, perhaps Ediar is in the back of the line, but the rest of you do hear some, not shouting, but some of you hear this awkward, this not awkward, but this weird, this windy like flow of air, I guess, uh, like, like, like as if a storm was taking place inside the mansion off to the distance and you can hear the storm or the wind as it begins to pick up you also feel this heavy wind coming directly at you down the corridor as if it's close enough to pick you up off your feet if you were allow it to and as you hear it you also briefly hear a a yell from the Skull Reaver towards someone, but you can't necessarily understand what they're saying. And it's coming directly in front of you to the right. It looks like there are these stairs leading up into this additional room that are also double doors. Imara is up ahead. I'll just say Imara is able to get to this double-doored room as well. And the double-doored room is wide open and it leads down these stairs that go into this giant ballroom and Imara can see this, this large open ballroom with several dead corpses and bodies along with the skull reaver, Camaros, stalwarts, some zombies. And then that's about all Imara can see from her current location. Um, what do you guys do? And I just revealed a map at the bottom. So that's where you guys are going to be on the North end of the map where the NPCs are. There. Yes. That's where chamomile is. Chamomile. Actually, yeah. So as you guys are placing your characters on the new map, I have the NPCs with you. There you guys go. Oh, I went the wrong way. So again, as you guys, you guys enter the doorway into there after, after hearing that. Oh yeah, I walk in like I own the place. <laughs> All right, so you just you just strutting. You in. rang. I heard you yelling in my ear. <laughs> We're here. Yes. As as you guys reach the wide open, two framed doorway. Fuck is Isundra? You can see. <laughs> I've lost my character token. You lost your character. Is she in the basement still? No. Where'd she go? Hold Only Isundra on can lose herself. I lost. I didn't even get to the correct map. I went to the wrong map. Then I tried oh to come back. Black void somewhere. Oh, I see her. Okay. Can you move her? Yeah. Okay. Let's see it. <laughs> I got her. Okay. <laughs> oh, stress. All right. So, as you guys get the two frame doorway, you feel even more of that gust of wind blow your way, and as you do, you begin to hear weird voices. As, the, as if there's voices attached to the wind. And as you hear these random whispering voices, you can't necessarily understand what they're saying, but you just hear this, 
just random, just like chanting or just, just weird language. You don't understand it. And as that happens, you also see, again, you're coming down some stairs into the, this major, this massive, beautiful ballroom. But as you do, so I won't even make you do perception checks. You can see at the very end of the stairs leading down into the, the dance floor of the ballroom, this ballroom is two floors, technically. There is the ballroom down below, and then the upper part of the ballroom has the balcony area, which you can have access to if you were to walk left or right before you walk down the stairs. But on the main floor of the ballroom down below, you notice there are four zombies around Averis as well as Stalwart and Camros. They're all facing away from the group. Their backs are to you. But what you also see in the far end of the ballroom alongside the walls too all around you in the ballroom, there are several dead soldiers or not soldiers, but guards, I would say, of the same guards you fought before. But these guards all seem to have been killed in a similar fashion. Their armor has been torn to shreds and there is blood scattered all around the walls, on the ballroom floor and whatnot. But the thing that strikes out to you guys the most at the very end, like I mentioned, there is Archibald de Darkmoor himself standing there before Averis, Camros, and Stalwart, and he's facing them. But the thing about this is he's not alone. Behind him, there are or is a massive pile of corpses, both bones oh, no. and bodies piled up into a pile that is so tall it would probably be about five to five and a half feet high of just bodies piled amongst one another with blood everywhere and standing there with that pile of body archibald has this windy gust of this greenish aura that is circling around him as if it was a tempest of energy and you can see through the aura it's somewhat transparent and it's as if it was wind and it's beginning to shift so you can see more of Archibald and the NPCs at this point Averis, Kenros and Star they don't know you you're behind them they're they're too focused on what's going on at this point with Archibald and as you step in what do you all do what is this guy Shanks huh right. <laughs> anyway I start blasting no I'm just kidding Shang Tsung um, almost going to slowly make his way down the steps. <laughs> slowly. Slowly. Very slowly. Sindra's going to walk in and be like, what the hell happened here? Damien walks down the steps, walks up to... Is he going to make a chair out of those bodies? I'm going to walk next to, right next to Averis. <laughs> Sup? That's a good question. Okay, so as you all need to walk close. down Sup. slowly, I'll, I'll move the NPCs down Sup, a bit. Bitch. You ready to do this? I heard you talking shit in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we do anything, let's go ahead and do turn order stuff, just, just in case, uh, just because I already know something's gonna happen. Oh boy! So you don't. What do you mean you already? You don't know us. Yeah, what's gonna no, happen? I know. <laughs> I know you guys. Oh look, there's two Isundras. Where is Wait, she? Wrote a twenty-four. You're. <laughs> she next to Yutari. All right, here we go. So we have Isundra with a natural twenty, with a twenty-four total. No with a fifteen. Damien with a 13. Eddie with a three. Eddie R said, I ain't got no spells left. I ain't trying to roll up in there. (laughs) Oh my God. NPCs have a nine. 
All the NPCs will go at the same time. And then question mark is Archibald. Oh, no, natural 20. Mm. <laughs> oh, jeez. Right. Get it out of the way before you roll it when you attack us. Yeah. But Isundra is still higher. Hell yeah, she is. All right, with well, the 23. All right, so the turn order is Isundra, Archibald, Nomu, Damien, NPCs, and then Ediar if something is to go down. But as that happens, Damien, you say you... If something, you, if something is. You rush down towards Averis. Is that what you said you did? Yep, I stood right next to her. Put my right, as, hand on her shoulder very <laughs> informally. So, you ready to do this? You know what? I've hated you for a long time, but I'm kind of going to miss you. So as you go to do that, Averis, again, Averis is dressed as the Skull Reaver right now. You place your hand on her shoulder. She slowly looks at you. Now is not the time to talk games. We kill him now. And Canmos looks over at you. Ah, hey, you guys yeah. made it. Good to know that you guys are still alive and well. This is a shit show. It's a little too... Uh happy for what's about to occur i don't know about that yeah as as you guys begin to stumble in you can hear the voice now avira seemed to have been having this discussion or a conversation with uh archibald prior to you guys getting in here but as you all begin to make your way down and that you make yourselves aware archibald at this point you can see he seems off he's staring at all of you now as as you all enter and the one thing that seems extreme, not, not seems, but is off about him, you can see he has, he's still a humanoid. Uh, remember, Archibald is a human, but he has these large two gigantic arms that seem to have burst out of his shoulders. So he's kind of like, uh, think of like a four-armed Goro kind of thing right now. Right. Uh, it the, too much. the problem with the two <laughs> arms that are busting out of his shoulders, though, is that they don't have hands attached to them. There's giant pincers. Yeah. But he's standing there before you. He still looks mostly human other than these two gigantic arms that are busting out. And he stares at the group that comes in. And he just stares at the Skull Reaver. And he smiles with a grin. And as he's staring at you, and you can still you can still hear these whispering murmurs of these random voices coming all around you as this energy continues to circle around him. And as you do so, he looks over at uh, the group. You dare to challenge me, Archibald de Darkmoor? You're here for my title, aren't you? And as he says like that- Like a wrestling champ? Right. <laughs> as he says that, the Skull Reaver just stares at him and, and just continues to look down at him. Um, and Averis responds to that, for you, here for your title? I think not. More for being here for your head. And yeah. as she says that, Archibald begins to laugh out loudly. His arms are, are open palm uh, spread out as as if he is accepting this energy that is circling around him <laughs> you are too late i have made the sacrifice the title is mine and no one will be taking it from me just like lucrazol before us i shall become 
the next demon lord as promised by the heptatic evils. And as he says this, remember last session. Yeah, Nomo is sweating. You hearing you, that. Yes, Nomo was particularly the one that picked up the, the notebook. And yeah, I, I'm I pretty sure you journal. did mention some of it to the rest of them. Yeah. Okay, so that you all are aware of Luke Rizzol and who he is. Remember, Luke Rizzol was the goblinoid betrayer. The goblinoid betrayer that sacrificed his people and his nation in order to become a demon lord himself. And that is what created the decaying waste, which was once known as the nation of Rakunra many, many, many years ago. And remember the heptatic evils that uh, were the ones to give into this deal for Luke Rizzol, where the three that were uh, Mevra, the goddess of uh, forbidden magic, uh, Roken, who was the god of war and conquest, and Uros, who was the god of wrath. So out of the heptatic evils, those are the three that promised Lucrezol the title of Demon Lord. And as you all know, or know specifically, uh, when Archibald says this out loud, you already know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So you can definitely see what's going on here. And as he does so, he looks at Skull Reaver and he points at all of you with one of those gigantic arms that have been burst, that has bursted from his shoulder. And the pincers begin to close and open as if they are ready to cut your limbs off. And he just points at you. You come into my mansion, attempting to steal the title that is rightfully mine. And you come looking like a pathetic undead. Before I destroy you and your mercenaries, show me the true face beneath that mask of yours and as he does so uh, you aren't going to like that the skull reaver looks at him and as as he asks this of of the skull reaver you can hear avirish just go gladly and she removes or she places her right hand onto her skull face and the magic that hides her face or changes it it quickly vanishes and she slowly pulls off the hood. Uh, she still has her normal Skull Reaver outfit on. It's just her face now has been revealed. And she looks at him with this. Well, I'll, I'll say, make a perception check, Dame. You're right next to Averis. Let's see if you notice as she does this, what her expression is. Ah! I mean, she's right, got that a, hood I mean, on. Yeah, you wrote a nine. <laughs> so, I mean, it's under average, but you're right next to her. So I'd say with a nine, you definitely... I. If you wrote a five or below, you would have been too focused on the shit that Archibald's doing. But as Averis removes the hood or takes the hood off of her head, you notice she has this evil grin on her face as if she is ready to kill her father. Like, you know, she has been anticipating this moment. You can just feel, actually, make me a insight check. All right, 21. So not only can you see the evil grin on her face, you can just get this, this overbearing feeling from her as she's talking back. And when she says, you know, I'll gladly take your head. She's here for the head, basically. And you get this feeling that she is obviously not lying. And you kind of get the sense that she means business. You've never seen her this serious ever as the Skull Reaver or herself. You know she is here to kill him uh you get this feeling of bloodlust that just comes from her damien can literally 
the hair on his arms is standing up and he has chills and he takes, he goes, <laughs> all right, now he takes a step back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ain't playing. I got it, I got it. And as, as she's smiling evilly, um, because she is anticipating what he is going to say or do now that she's revealed her face. And as she does so, Archibald, he looks for a moment, as soon as he sees his daughter's face, he looks very shocked, but only momentarily. And I won't even make you guys make perception, just for the role-playing aspect. You all can see he looks somewhat shocked at first, but at his shock expression soon turns into a smile. And oh, the, old, the older man, Archibald de Darkmoor, he just stares at his daughter. Ah... I understand now. It was you that killed your siblings. Of course. I knew this day would eventually come, daughter. I am not surprised whatsoever. But tell me, you killed your own siblings to get to me. What makes you think you're better than I? And as he does, or as he says this, she looks at him. My siblings, siblings, they were trash. Mere stepping stones for you to achieve your great conquest. And they were mere stepping stones for me to kill you. I felt no remorse for their deaths. Both of them deserved to die. They were pathetic. And as she says, so Archibald begins to chuckle out loudly. That you are right, daughter. There were mere tools for me to obtain my title, as was your mother. And as he says that, you can see that Averis now looks from her evil grin. She looks somewhat annoyed that he even spoke the name of her mother. He tilts his head to the side ever so slightly. What? Did I hit a sore spot? Don't tell me you're only here to kill me because of your mother. Is this the reasoning? Pathetic child, do you know what you're dealing with here? I am to be the next Lucrozole, the next demon lord here of all of Tirista. Dorwin itself will become the next decaying waste and I shall be the one to rule it. And you are here just because I killed your mother? She was nothing but a fling. Damn! nothing to me. All she was was a fun night. And the only reason you're alive is because you were my firstborn and that you had my blood running through your veins. Back then I was weak. I felt... I felt sympathy for you. <laughs> my own blood coursing through your veins, even if it was with the impure bread such as yourself, half-elf, half-human, pathetic. My blood is corrupted with the elven blood in your veins. But I felt foolish. I felt as if, you know, I would allow you to at least be my, my errand girl, seeking all the artifacts that you did. It is the least I could do for a, a foolish child such as you. I should have killed you along with your mother. Damn, dropping bars. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, it's hard to keep serious when you guys say that shit. <laughs> As this is going on, he continues to ramble, and Averis has both her hands out now, and her hands begin to glow this greenish aura, as you all have seen before. And as they glow this greenish aura, the zombies around her begin to gain this aura-like power or energy around them as well. And as he continues to do so, he just looks at her. Interesting that you bring zombies. Let me guess. You use zombies because they cannot betray you, yes? And she just looks at him and she, and she just nods somewhat briefly. But of course, father, you're the one that taught me this. As this is going on, I'm going to give you guys an opportunity here. As they're having this little mini conversation, what are the rest of you doing? You can position yourselves however you want before the turn order begins, or are you guys going to stay where you're at? Uh, um, I was coming down the stairs fully, saying, he has to, he has to die. We can't make another uh, decaying waste. He has to go. As a husband and a father, I'm fucking disgusted. Yeah, your daughter's an asshole, <laughs> but so what? She's your kid. And a fling? What? You don't marry someone that's a fling. How dare you disrespect the bond? He clenches his... Uh... He marry her? I don't think he married her. I don't think he saw oh, her either. He just... <laughs> I don't think he, he mentioned just that. the club up? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Were you son of a bitch? No, he's... Yeah, he did oh. not marry her. How dare you not marry her? How dare you kill her? <laughs> huh. No, I, I... He smashed and dashed. Period. Yeah, well, he, he saved. He, he waited till the baby was born. Yep. Goodness. Well, he ain't paying child support, though, so he killed her. I'm back to back with no move. I got my light ring on. I'm feeling good. Let's <laughs> fuck him up. So, so as this is going on, he continues to speak. The heptatic evils have already began to provide me with the powers of our bargain. As you can see, it is too late. I am becoming a demon lord as we speak. There is no stopping me. It doesn't matter how many zombies or mercenaries you've brought with you. I can feel the demonic blood coursing through my veins. Your mother was my first sacrifice to the gods. And I will be sacrificing you on this very night. Prepare yourself, daughter, for you and your friends here shall be eaten alive by my new demonic body. And as he says, so you can see his big body begins to shift even more and it begins to contort. And his human-like form, his, his down the center of his old body, you can see it begins to split open and he grabs onto his head, yelling out in pain and agony as the middle of his body, his rib cage, it bursts open as his ribs come out. And you can see from within his body begins to shift into this large, extremely large demonic body. Let me go ahead and switch the form here. Man, you got to stop playing Resident Evil, man. <laughs> <laughs> And what you see bursting from his body, this gigantic demon-like form. As I mentioned, he still has the large arms that are pincers. Here, there you go. Oh, he's a crap. <laughs> he has these spikes bursting from his body. And again, the two giant arms on his shoulders are now his main arms that have these pincers on both ends. His feet are now three toes with these giant talons on them. 
and he has spikes all over, but he still has these human-like arms bursting from his body or his, his chest. So he has technically four arms and his face has shifted into this goat-like demonic face with horns bursting out of his skull. And he begins to cackle out loudly. And as this is going on, you feel the energy all around you. NDR, particularly you, you being the cleric, you feel nothing but pure evil coming from this man, this demon, Ediar. You and all of your Solaris-loving self is te- he's telling you he has to go. You have to kill this demon now. It is pure evil. The room itself begins to feel heavy all around you, Ediar, because you have the, the, the ability to, to sense this evil aura coming from it. It is weighing you down as if you were Goku and Vegeta in the gravity chamber. <laughs> Hello, and... Ocelot. We need to end this man now. <laughs> <laughs> but as this is going on, the, the realm all around you, the room feels like it is being ripped from reality. And these small like portals begin to rip into reality around you. And these small like demons begin to burst out of the parts of the reality all around you. And they are forming all around your squad and behind you as well. Mm-mm. This is getting hairy. Getting hairy. <laughs> as these demons are forming around your party, they all, as they come out, they have these long talons and they look like they're, they're ready to tear you guys apart and feast upon your bodies. And as this is going on, Averish just points at the the minions and she looks over her shoulder at, at you guys. You take care of the fucking minions and I'll fucking kill him. Join uh, me thanks. when you're finished. And she's basically telling you to take care of the minions and as she, Camros, and Stalwart, along with the zombies, rush forward to take care of her dad. And as she begins to walk, she begins to do the JoJo walk <laughs> towards her dad. She is, she is walking. She is strutting. <laughs> oh, you're approaching me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Camros has his blades in hands and Stalwart has his katana. He rushes forward as Averis points out at him and tells him to charge. And as they're doing so, uh, Archibald just begins to cackle out loudly. And you can see his two human hands on the human arms in front of him. They're smaller. Again, they're like in his, his rib cage versus his normal pincered arms, but they're a lot smaller. The two hands clasp together and they begin to like do like a this weird tapping. He taps his own fingers like he's a, a shady merchant tapping fingers. <laughs> and as he does so, he calls forth a, a wall of fire and he just looks at you. Ah, foolish, but very well. We'll see how strong you've become, my daughter. Wall of fire just burst behind Averis, blocking you from her group. And you are all now trapped with the minions while Averis and the others are trapped with Archibald. And at this point, the demons, as they're tearing through the reality near you, they begin to rush at you. Isundra, what are you doing? You have the first turn in the round. We are now starting the turn order. The battle has begun. This wall of fire is blocking you guys from Averis, Camros, and Stalwart, trapping you with the demons near you. And the doors that were behind you, they quickly slam shut, and the doors lock behind you through magic from Archibald. 
Damien. <laughs> I'll take back everything I said. This is out of my league. <laughs> Elroy starts to scream as the demons begin to tear through reality around him. Ah! Ah! They're, they're peeing off nowhere, guys! He oh. hugs onto Eddie R, who's, ne- who's next to him. He hugs onto Eddie R's leg. Eddie R, protect me! Told you I not can't to protect you if you're on top of me. He can't, pr- <laughs> can't protect you. He's going to be too busy protecting me. Damn. <laughs> well, we just hiding behind Eddie, huh? Right. Tank. <laughs> Say, save some room. <laughs> Let's... All right. So, Outage Blast, you have two sevens. Yeah. So, at the demon you... next closest to me. So you shoot two others blasts, and as you do so, you it dives under both of your God blasts and at you, and it begins to snarl out at you. No, I'm just kidding. Dog. I'm going to move up a little bit. <laughs> All right, so you, you move up towards up, up the I stairs. Just, a it's just a little, right? I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, it is now. Okay, it's his turn then after Isundra. Archibald, he looks at them zombies and he just goes my body i feel the power of the demon lord inside of me let me test what i can do and he steps forward and as he does so you guys can't necessarily see what's going on with the wall of fire that is between you guys but with that you just hear this large cackling of energy burst up above and you can see up above coming down, there looks to be these two meteors that are crashing down towards the floor. You can't see who it's striking or what it's doing. But at this point, he is summoning these two meteors that come crashing down into Averis and her crew. And as that's going on, I won't say what happens. Let's just say you can't see what's going on past that wall of fire. It's too thick to see. But you do too, you do notice these two giant meteors crashing down and the ground beneath you begins to shake with how fierce the impact is from these two meteors. Naomi, what are you doing? Oh, well, he, he, look, he uh, looks over his shoulder. Hey, protect Elroy! And uh, he's going to run towards the demon on the right side next to the firewall. And he's going to draw a sigil on his face. Blade wide! And then he's going to, it's war magic. So that means he's going to attack right after that. So with the righteous great sword, he's going to do a fat side arc swing. Try to <laughs> hack him in half. All right. 19 hits for 10 damage. Mm-hmm. Action attack. He spins around like he's Link and brings it around again. Bring it around town. Yep. Righteously. Nice. 22 for 15. So that's 25 points of damage. So you swing around with your greatsword and you cut that demon in half. It drops to the ground. Good. <laughs> he, spit, he spits on the spot where the demon Damn. was and he looks at the other one. That's his turn. All right. Damien, what are you um, doing? I'm seeing no move flex. I got to get me a piece of that. Yeah, you got flex too. So I'm going <laughs> to run to the opposite side. Oh, yeah? Watch this. And I run up to the demon and I dual wield both my rapier and short sword. All right. Both of those hit. So the demon is uh, unfortunately resistant to your fire. I always forget that shit. um, Your fire is not going to do nearly as much damage, but it will take the nine piercing damage from your rapier and the six piercing damage from your sword. 
short sword for 15 damage plus one damage from the fire. So 16 total damage. It's not dead, and you don't get sneak attack because yeah, he's not you there. don't have an ally yeah. next to it. Yep. All right, uh, the NPCs are up. Um, Elroy, Yaito, and Yatari are being up above near Ediar. Yatari is going to step back or to the side. I'm going to give her advantage on her attack. She... Okay. You can see Yatari. She begins to cast some magic, and she's going to summon an elemental again. And she summons her earth elemental. And I'll just uh, put a little yellow icon next to it. Uh, her earth elemental is summoned, and it begins to battle the demon that it is summoned up against. And with that, Yaito is going to blast at the demon that you just attacked, Damien, and he is able to hit it. And as he does so, he shoots out two of his little firebirds, and they both slam up against the demon. And as they do so, the demon is killed off. The head explodes as two firebirds hit it. And he looks down at Damien, and he waves, I got your back, Damien. So your fireworks and mind up? No, you weakened it enough for me. So his, his two firebirds don't do max damage like they normally would, resistant, but the damage you did is he is able to kill it with the minimum damage. You kill do. Steeler! Arrow my shit, Yaito. Thanks for having my back, man. <laughs> and Rogar is going to rush back towards where Yatari's element was summoned, and he swings at the demon. And with that, he is able to hit with one, and he does... Let's see here. 10 points of damage to the demon in front of him. And Elroy is going to step towards Isundra to the middle of the stairs. And he shoots out his crossbow at the demon Rogar's attack. And he rolled a one. <laughs> so a- as he does so, he-, he completely misses. And his crossbow string snaps. Ah! My crossbow's broken, guys! Bro, go sit in the corner. Go hide or something. They're appearing out of nowhere. They're all over. Sound like Shaggy. <laughs> Yikes, man. Yikes, man. Wow. All right, Eddie Archer, turn. What are you doing? Eddie is going to move up to the demon over here on the left. And then from a range, she's going to cast uh, Sacred Flame. It'll be a deck saving throw. Okay. Got to beat the uh, 15. All right. So let me roll. I got a t- I got an eight. Okay, so you'll take 2d8 damage. Okay, so your sacred flame, it burns into this demon that's next to you, and you can see it does not enjoy your radiant damage uh, as it, it is a demon, and it begins to hiss out in pain for nine points of damage. It's not dead, but you heard it. Anything else? And uh, That is it for me now. Okay, that then, it is Isundra. It's uh, round two. What are you doing, Isundra? I didn't, I, I'm not saying what the Averis and them are doing because technically you can't see that battle. Yeah, place right now. I'm going to try to hit the demon that is to my quote unquote right that Damien is near. Okay. The, okay. The 24 will definitely hit. Why am I rolling like hot garbage? Um, and then I'm, I am going to push him back. I think it's so far 10 feet. So, you know the one that Eddie just hit? This, the one that is in front of Desiree. Oh, okay, okay. For 11 points of damage, and you pushed it back 10 feet? Yeah. The demon goes crashing back, and it stumbles against the corpse that was behind it, and it ends up tripping. The demon quickly gets back on its feet and just hisses at you. Um, shouldn't you be prone? It is prone. 
What do you mean he gets back on his feet then? I'm going to need you to put his ass on the ground. <laughs> it is prone. It gets okay. knocked over. Okay. You go hiss to someone else, bitch. You on the ground. That's all I got. I'm on the ground. Right. <laughs> I'm on the ground. All right. So at this point, it's Archibald's turn. Again, I'm not going to describe what's going on with their fight. I'll describe uh, basically what's happening when you guys get to that. All you guys can hear now is obviously the fighting around you, but you can definitely hear the fighting uh, across the wall of fire. The fire is too thick to really see through it, so you only can hear and feel the ground if it does shake um, of what's going on. But Nomu, it's your turn. We're going to skip Averis and Archibald. All right. No. Um, <clears throat> I want to throw uh, uh, Elroy my longbow. Is that possible? You can, yes. You'd have to get a little closer to him. Yeah, I got enough speed. Especially if I use my Phelan agility. Yeah, I got enough speed. He's going to use his Phelan agility. He's just... He's going to stand at the top of the stairs. Out of the way! Here! He tosses a quiver and a longbow at him. Okay, so really quick, before you do that, the longbow is considered a heavy, a heavy weapon. The attribute heavy means those of small stature cannot wield it. Oh, that's right. He is small. Okay, I'll just toss my uh my hand crossbow then. <laughs> and the silver okay. and the silver bolts with it. Okay. Anyway, he, toss. Hit it. he tosses up the stairs and then he's gonna make his way back to this demon that was uh beneath the balcony. Okay. And with the remaining of his speed, he slashes with the righteous great sword righteously. Oh, give me a second. There we are. All right, so uh, 11 does not hit. And he brings this greatsword back up and lets it descend vertically. For the extra attack! Mm. Oh, a crit! Ooh. That is a crit. Okay, so you deal 17 points of damage. It's not dead, but you cut off one of its arms and it just hisses out in pain. Uh, Noma hisses back. I- I- I'm a feline. <laughs> we do it better. <laughs> we do it better. <laughs> Okay, so you hiss back. All oh, right, cool. That's my turn. All right, sounds good. <laughs> All right, Damien, you are up. Um, so I'm going to stay where I'm at, and I'm going to aim at the demon to my left, and I'm going to shut up, my tapon, pal. Put some stank on it. I know. Let me make it a deck save. I rolled a two, so it failed the deck save. So you deal 14 lightning damage to the demon to your left that was prone, right? So as you strike it, uh, the demon is hit by your lance of lightning or your javelin. And as you see the lightning or the javelin strike and the lightning goes into it, your lightning doesn't seem to be as, as impactful as it normally is. So this demon also has resistance to your lightning from what it might look like to you. Ooh, these bitches are tough. Okay. So it doesn't take nearly as much damage as you expected. That's it to. fine. Um, I'm going to use my... I'm going to give uh, Isundra advantage on her next attack. I'm going to use the remainder of my movement to go here okay so you go back towards the stairs under the balcony slightly all right that's the npc's turn and i'm going to say elroy he grabs the crossbow he looks over thank you nomu 
and he quickly grabs onto your bolt. He begins to to aim it, and he aims it at the one next to Rogar, and he's going to shoot. And as he shoots it, ooh, he rolled a 19. He definitely hit. And those are silver uh, bolts. He shoots the demon with a silver bolt for uh, six points of damage. Nice. And as he does so, he just gives you a thumbs up. Nabu, this shit rocks! <laughs> I want it back! And as that happens, Yatari's elemental earth, it just punches at the demon that's in front of it. Uh, unfortunately, the demon's able to block the attack, but that leaves Yatari open to shoot out magic and shoots the Ray of Frost. Unfortunately, it does not hit the demon. The other demon, though, that's near Ediar, Yaito's going to come behind you, Ediar. Ediar, move your head. I got your back. And he's Ediar ducks. Shoot. <laughs> he shoots uh, two of his firebirds. Oh, they both actually hit. Nice. And uh, the two firebirds are going to do mm, it's 12 points of damage, but it's reduced. So unfortunately, it's not a lot, but it's, it, it does do damage to the demon. You see the two firebirds slam into the demon's chest as it pushes it back slightly. And it just growls at you and Yaito Ediar. Uh, meanwhile, Rogar, he just goes, I am tired of demon. Yes, enough. <laughs> and he, he just slashes with his great sword and uh they both hit and he cuts down from the top of the demon's head all the way down its entire body splitting it into two and as it drops to the ground that he kicks the two pieces or two halves of the body disgusting little god is mad yeah yes yes no we it's your turn I'm going to hold my place and go ahead and cast another instance of Sacred Flame. We another deck saving throw. All right. I rolled an eight again. You'll take eight damage. All right. Your Sacred Flame burns into the demon for eight points of damage. And as it does so, the demon is basically turned into dust. Your Sacred Radiant Flame, it destroys the demon. Nice. As it hisses out. All right. Anything else? Uh, yes, I'm going to go ahead and move down the steps uh, over here. All right, so you go down towards the steps. We're closer to Damien. All right. Isundra, this is now round three. I'm going to start describing some stuff now that round three is here. Oh, boy. But Isundra, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to blasty blast. Blasty blast? A blasty blast this guy the the demon that is near uh damien all right the 18 will hit but the 12 does not oh, the 18 near damien uh for nine points of damage all right so you shoot your out of blast and with it still being prone the demon takes it in the head and it Damn. head explodes Hi. all right and anything else that's all i got does okay. um, Napoleon get mad that Averis put a voice inside my head when only he's supposed to be the voice inside my head? Napoleon has not said shit this entire time. Mm-hmm. He's been real quiet. So. <laughs> if Averis turns out demons. to also be Napoleon, it's about to be it. the whole thing. <laughs> Saw this demon. He uh, got quiet. He said, All nah, right. you about to die, bitch. <laughs> So I gave you guys basically two rounds. The demon's not attacking you because technically they were coming through the rift. So now that it's Archibald's turn, the demons also go on his turn. They are actually going to attack you guys now. Uh So they are now attacking, focusing on you. 
Uh, Nomu, the demon in front of you, it slashes at you with its claws. I rolled an 18 total on that. Oh. Two, two 18s, actually. Oh, they hit. Okay, so you will be taking, that is going to be a total of nine points of damage. All right. Slashing damage, I should say. Yep. I didn't reapply my uh, my buff, so it's full damage. So. Okay. So the second demon up on the balcony that's left, it begins to rush at towards Yatari and the Earth, Earth Elemental that she summoned, and it swings its claws at Yatari, and they both hit. And Yatari is going to be taking oof, fifteen points of damage. So Yatari begins to bleed out as the demon slashes up against her side. And that remains for the last two demons that are still there. And with that being the case, it is now Archibald's turn. So as this is going on, you all, again, can hear the fighting all around you as well as what's going on in front of you. But as the third round hits, which is only only about 24, 30 seconds or so after the, the fight started, the wall of fire slowly begins to vanish, begins to dissipate. And as the wall of fire dissipates, you all can now see the mayhem that is ensuing across the way in the ballroom. And what you can see is all four of the zombies that Averis had energized, they're all torn to shreds from the meteors, crushed, torn, whatever. All four of those zombies are now gone, dead. And what you guys can see now is Archibald is closer to the group and what you're now seeing, Camros has basically been curb stomped. He is under one of Archibald's feet, bleeding out. And you can see at this point, Starwart has jumped up into the air. As soon as the flame has been removed, Starwart's midair slashing down at Archibald with his katana. And uh, Archibald catches Starwart's hands. And one of his pincers comes up and it just cuts his right arm off. And he throws Stalwart to the side. It's... And at that point, uh, Averis is casting a spell. And you can see she is casting not a evocational spell, but more of a necromancy or necromancy spell. And as she does so, you can see this green-like aura appear on Archibald's chest. But the two human arms that are coming out of his chest have their open palms facing her as if he is absorbing the energy and he just shoots it back at her and she is slammed up in the chest and she has been tossed onto the ground onto her back closer to you guys a bit but not too close but uh Camros is bleeding out under this demon's foot or Archibald's foot Stalwart has had his right arm cut off and Averis is on the ground right now that's what you guys are currently he seeing. is mayhem work he was yeah. whooping they asses yeah. behind that wall <laughs> You can see parts of the ballroom where the two meteors crashed. Um, The meteors are no longer there, but the ground or the floor that once made the ballroom is now devastated. It is destroyed. You just see smoke and destruction everywhere. And that's Archibald's turn. Uh, Nomu, what are you doing as you see this unfolding? I mean, Averis is not knocked out. She just got hit on her back. She's prone. She's getting back up. But w- what are you doing as um, you see this? All right. So that you said that demon hit Yatari or the Earth Elemental? 
Yatari, she took what was it? I said 15, 12 points of damage or whatever. So she she's uh she she's fine, but she's bleeding out the side of her her body. Okay, so she's not unconscious or anything. No, no, she's she's okay. Okay, she's about half health or so. All right, so Nomu is gonna trace a sigil in front of this demon's face and blade wide, and he's gonna move forward, down, then forward, righteous uppercut. <laughs> he's gonna bring the great sword upwards, slashing her from groin to uh, nose. Okay, so make your attack. Nice. 27 will hit. And for 13 damage. All right. And then when he lands on the ground, uh, he brings it right back up for another righteous uppercut. Yep. All right, 23 will hit for 12. Uh, how do you kill that demon? Um, as he's rising up in the air, the demon slowly uh, splits apart and falls away like Trunks did uh, Frieza. <laughs> And then he's going to use his uh, movement to get a little closer to Averis. Okay. Just looking down on her to see if she's all right. Hey, she is fine. She's fine. You can see she's uh, already making her way to get back up. She is in a rush to get back up under her feet. He's going he's to he's help her up, as in with his words. Hey, get up. We're not done yet. No resting. <laughs> all right. Is that all you got? Yep. All right, Damien, what are you doing? Shook and amazed, <laughs> Damien. We gotta, we gotta fight that. <laughs> we, we all going to fight that, or is it just her? She, she seemed like she had it earlier, right? No, she ain't got it. Fuck. All right, so move like right on top of no move. So that would be my full movement. I guess I'll go right there. All right, so you. You run up next to Nomu. Well, okay. I was behind Adrian Five. Yeah, that's the closest I can get to him. Is he with? He's All not right. within my attack range, is he? Archibald. Depending on what you're trying to attack with, he can be a ranged attack. Okay. Twenty-five feet for you, so. I'm just going to shoot my short bow. I know it's not going to do much, but it's I'm going to aim it right at his eye. I'm shaking. I'm terrified of him. Here goes nothing. For Cat and Co. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you shoot your short bow for 17. That will hit. So go ahead and do your damage. Well, oh, nine points of damage. So your short bow, as it pierces the outer chest of Archibald, you can see the arrow, it just snaps and it falls to the ground. Oh, God. Um, I'm giving the advantage to Eddie R on his next attack. Okay. All right. It is not the NPCs. What's that? Uh, it's too late. She already gave it to me. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. So with that, it is now NPCs. Rogar having this demon next to Yatari. He's going to step forward in front of her and he's going to attempt to, to cut it down. And uh, he hits with one and he is going to do that is 10 points of damage with one. And the Earth Elemental slams its fists up against it and it punches the demon for five points of damage. And Yatari is going to attack it as well. And will she be able to hit it? Actually, she can. And she deals it six points of force damage. So the three of them combined are able to take out the demon in front of them, leaving Yaito and Elroy uh, free to help you guys. 
And as Elroy and Yaito see the fire come down, Elroy is shaking in his boots. Ah, that's not right. That shouldn't be happening, right? And Yaito looks over and he sees a virus on the ground and he just shakes his head. This is not good. She knocked me out in, with one spell many, many months ago. And she is on the ground now? This is not good, guys. And he is going to step to the side next to Elroy and Isundra. And he is going to attempt to attack Archibald as well. And you can see he begins to form his fire birds. He shoots them both at Archibald. And as he does so, they both miss. They both basically smash up against his body, but they, they don't do any damage. They just hit him and vanish. And he, he just scoffs as if he's not even worried about that attack. He's not even paying attention to it. Eddie R, it is now your turn. Oh, wait, Elroy is going to try and shoot. Oh, nope, he's not going <laughs> to. Elroy shoots his silver bolts at Archibald, and he's so scared, it goes flying over Archibald's head. All right, now it's your turn, Eddie R. Does the advantage she gave me last until I perform an attack or until the end of the start of her next turn? I believe it's at the end, start of her next turn. Yeah, it says you can use the help action as a bonus action additionally when you use the help action aid in it doesn't say as a bonus action this is used to assist an ally in attacking an enemy creature i'm just saying it's to the start of her next turn because i'm not seeing well then i'm going to use level one guiding bolt okay adr uh stays exactly where he is Raises his shield into the air and says, Guiding bolts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, a, oh, no. no that, I messed up the thing. I had to put a minus in there. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. No. Oh, no. There it is. <laughs> oh, there we go. Quick. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's a critical. That will definitely hit. Uh, so it's be 46 twice, right? Or... Yes. I should do 8d6. Yeah, 8d6, basically. 21 points of damage. So your guiding bolt, you see your your bolt of holy energy slam up against the the would-be demon lord. And as it hits his shoulder, you can see it begins to eat away at part of his shoulder. And he just hisses out in pain. (laughs) He looks over at you, Eddie, angered by this. Foolish cleric, your head will be one I feast upon. The first holy man to feast will be you. The name of Slar, she shall feast on no one anymore. Uh, The next attack made on him has advantage. Okay, so that is going to be round four. Asundra, what are you doing? (laughs) She said you already know. Two for two. You know, you know what's about to happen. <laughs> I'm about to Elder's Blade. The, the second one does not hit. The, the first, first one does? does. Okay. It has well, advantage. Well, yeah, when it's two like that, does it only go on the first roll? Or would it oh, go? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it only it, I mean, it wouldn't roll. matter anyway because they're both shit. Because it's on the next attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, also, I knock him back 10 feet. Get away from Camrose, bitch. Oh, and Camrose gets opportunity attack. Yeah. He's prone, oh, isn't he? He's you prone, so he's not going to get it. Oh, yeah. Camrose? 
So he takes the Eldritch Blast for 12 damage, and he he does not move at all. Yeah, basically, you see his left hand, his left human hand on his chest. It begins to just brush off his chest as if it was as a fly. Got too many arms. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it. that's all i got i don't think i can make anything out hang up in okay i wish i could i mean i just played that monk so i'm like can i use my key points but no Mm -hmm. we need to level up i need new stuff (laughs) right (laughs) we gotta live through this first well or we could die that's true okay Uh, that's all i got (laughs) please don't all right eddie are you keep talking shit so he targets your ass i don't even taste good I don't even taste good. See? No, he ain't looking at you. You're looking at Baldy over there. Yeah, I only did 12 days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you move anywhere soon? Did you stay there? Um, I, I did. You know, the way you said that, I think I'm going to move right here. Do you move back on the balcony? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's got an AOE attack. I ain't trying to get fucked. <laughs> All right. It is now his turn. Oh, no. He he continues to push Camros down with his foot, and you can see Camros is now like holding on to this gigantuan foot that's on his chest, trying to push him off. And you can see he just pushing him further and further into the ground. And he looks up at the at all of you, and as he speaks, you can all hear him surrender now, and you may live, and you can serve under me. The new demon lord of Dorwin. What do you say? Your lives exchanged for theirs. And he's, he's talking about Averis, uh, Camros, stalwart. And he looks over at the cleric. Except yours. I will let you all live if you promise to serve me, your new master, in the coming times. Refuse. And you all die tonight. And I will make sure your souls are tortured for all of eternity. Does the job have benefits? Hey, hey! (laughs) I mean, never! We'll never join you! (laughs) I was just wondering. Of course they bring benefits. I feel the powers of Mevra broken. And Uros flowing through me. I can feel myself becoming the demon lord that was promised to me. By the end of tonight, I shall be a full demon. And I shall have the powers of all a demon lord carries. You surrender now and I'll make sure that you get all the benefits of being my, my slaves. Granted, you're charming. But I can never betray my party. Cat and Co is family, and we've come here to slay you when we will not leave until the job is done. So you stand there, you look at me, look at how fabulous I am. You will be defeated. Remember me, remember my face, remember my name, Z, plural. Damien, Desiree, it's nice to meet you, better to slay you. All right, really quick, make me a wisdom saving throw, Damien. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. All right, you rolled an eight. As you do so, uh, Archibald looks over at you. And as he is obviously 
turning into this demon lord. Averis at this point yells out to, to not listen to him. She's basically telling you, you know, he's not a full demon lord yet. He's still in mid-transformation. If you're going to kill him, now is the time to do so. So she is making it of utmost importance that you have to kill him now before he is fully changed. But he looks at you, uh, Archibald does, as you say this, Damien. And because you failed your wisdom saving throw, he is using a spell to basically read your mind with his telepathy. And he looks at you. Family is more important to you. After I slaughter you then, your children and wife will be next. Jacqueline, was it? Was that her name, your wife? I will torture her so dearly for you defying my offer to you and your children. They should be eaten alive by my demonic pets. So he is basically read into your mind and he is now using that against you. Knowing this, Damien Grails, do you still wish to fight me? Surrender now and your family will be left alive. Damien straightens posture, puts his shoulders back and cracks his neck, flips the cape back and pulls out his dagger and rapier. <laughs> you think you're the first person to threaten my family? No, but if you don't think that I'll do anything to protect them, you're out of your fucking mind. We may look like a ragtag bunch, but we've proven that we're a real threat in these streets. And if there's a job, we will get it done. Enough talk. I like that. <laughs> All right. So as you do so, he is going to wave one of his hands, the human hands, at you guys. And he's going to cast a spell. Very well. Then I shall feast upon your souls this night. And he... <laughs> He's a damn. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he is casting a spell. So as he is casting this spell, it is... Oof. Uh, he speaks these words and he, he begins to speak in his, his abyssal, his demonic tongue. And as he does so, this overwhelming mind begins to reach into, we'll do Rogar, into Rogar's mind. Oh boy. And as he does so, I have to make a saving throw and I failed. And what happens is you can see at this point, Rogar drops to the ground onto a hand and a knee. And he, he looks dazed and confused. And as he does so, he begins to walk towards Averis, but before he can do so, Stalwart comes rushing back with his left arm. And as Stalwart slashes up at uh, Archibald with his left arm, he has a shorter blade along with Katana. His Katana was in his right hand, so he doesn't have his Katana anymore. But he has his arm shift as a small blade, kind of like the the crossbow that came out of his right hand. He has a small hidden blade in his arm. His arm opens and he tries to cut into Archibald with his left arm. And as he does so, you can see, I'll make a roll. Oh, that, oh God, that's a natural one. He fails miserably. And oh, as no. he fails, this kind of goes with what I was going to say anyways. As he fails miserably, you can see Archibald 
he smacks the arm away with his pincer. And then with his second pincer, he grabs onto Stalwart. And as he grabs on the store, I have to make a roll. All right. You can see he looks up at Stalwart. You mindless machine. Think you can do harm to me? No more. And his left pincer, now holding onto Stalwart's body, it snips him in half. Ooh. And you can see Stalwart's blue eyes, they begin to shut off. And Stalwart hits the ground in two pieces. Uh, he doesn't even get to say anything as this happens. And he lands on the ground basically unconscious or gone in two parts now. His blue eyes have gone dull. And he looks back at the rest of you. You are all going to be following suit. All right, Nomu, what are you doing? Nomu looks at what he did to uh, the bag of bolts over there. <laughs> And he's kind of just, he's shocked. He's getting angry. We will never serve you as slaves. We have our honor. And obviously you have none. We will destroy you. We are get and go. We have a job to do. And with that, he's going to put two fingers on his forehead, part his legs apart and get to the horse stance. And you see lightning crackle between his two fingers. Oh, shit. And he's aiming for the leg that's on uh, Camaros. Okay. And he aims the fingers for which bot? <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's going to go ahead and fire that. I think that's a... It's a ranged attack, a ranged spell attack. Okay. So just roll a d20 plus whatever your spell attack bonus is. That's going to be... I think that's based six. off of... Okay. Plus six, so... Mm -hmm. 18, that will hit. So your witch bolt hits Archibald. Yeah, I'm hitting, trying to hit the leg that's on uh, cameras to see if we can get him up, get it off him. All right, so that is a D12 lightning damage for the first level of light or witch bolt, and it, it continues to to hit him for free every round if you keep it. All right, um, let me do my damage. It's a D12 for the witch bolt. If you cast at higher levels, like level two, it'll be two D12s on the initial hit, and then every round that it takes damage from witch bolt's one D12. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. cast it at level two. Okay, so two D12. Yep. Two D12. Nice. All right, for 17 lightning damage. As the lightning strikes the foot on Camrose, you can see it's shocking him, but he doesn't seem to wince at all. As that's doing so, Averis looks over at you, Nomu. She just yells out, Elemental damage won't do much. You can't use lightning. It doesn't hurt him as much as it should. Damn it. Um, so he has resistance to lightning, just like the other demons. Yeah, he's not going to hold it then. Yeah, so he'll take half damage, mm -hmm. and it does not lift his foot off camera. Oh, yeah, and I was going to say, Averis uses her turn to stand back up. She's back on her feet, and she is basically uh, preparing another spell. And she basically yells at the group, hold him off as I cast a stronger spell on him. You got it. All right. No, uh, I think that's all you can do. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Damien, what are you doing? Pissed off. You see stalwarts in two pieces. Yeah, I am pissed <laughs> off that he invaded my mind. He said what he said, and he snapped cameras like a toothpick. What the fuck, man? Oh, Star Wars, you mean? Sorry. Yeah, Star, Star, Star Wars. Wars. Like Star Wars, like Star Wars. Star Wars. Okay, so I'm going to run right up in his face with my rapier and dagger, and I'm going to attack. Oof. 
All right. So your rapier will hit and your dagger's a crit. That will hit. Ooh. Nice. So seven piercing damage plus another seven piercing damage from your dagger plus your stick attack of 16. That's 28 damage. Very nice. Well, okay, yeah. Dagger, not short sword or flame skiss. Yeah, so there you go. 28 points of damage as you pierce him with your weapons. You can tell that your piercing weapons, since they're not magical, they don't seem to be doing as much damage. But you do you do, do damage. No, it's... Um, and my rapier is silvered. It's silvered, but it's not magical. Oh, I don't it? think that. No, it's not. Damn it. Okay, so it needs to be magical for it to to actually do harm or full harm i would say so your 28 goes through but it is basically halved and he looks down at you (laughs) foolish boy you'll be joining your friends tonight and after i have your head i'm gonna have your children's and do you do anything else damien i think that's all you can do keep my wife's name out your fucking (laughs) mouth (laughs) <laughs> then i'm gonna use you all slapping i'm gonna spit and then use cutting action to disengage so we don't get an opportunity to attack on me and i'm gonna go over here i guess to see get a better look at star Wars and see if uh i see any signs of life so as you you know, bounce away as quickly as possible to not get hit. You look down at Stalwart, and as you do so, you can see his eyes are blank, and his his body again. It's it's mostly made out of wood and, and iron metal, but he he's not moving. There's no signs of movement at all in him. He is out. But you know, he is a reverie, or not reverie. He's not reverie. That's the world. That's the name of the world. He is a revenant, so you know revenants can be repaired. It is a common knowledge that once they are knocked unconscious, depending on how they die, there's a possibility to repair them, to bring them back. But you don't know, have enough knowledge of you know, how much damage one can take. So you don't know if he is safe. Can I drag his head to a safer location, just like out of the battlefield? It'd be his upper body, so it'd be harder to do. Oh. You could do it on your next turn. You already used your action. Oh, that's to... true. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, so it's the NPC's turn. At this point, Rogar, as he dropped his hand in his knees, he's not able to move. And Itari looks down at him, and you can see she's trying to get his attention, and she looks over at the rest of you, um, and she yells out, Something's wrong with Rogar! I think he's stunned! Uh Uh-uh, you better leave him alone. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Yaito is going to step forward down the stairs, and he's going to have both his hands out, and he's going to basically summon this time, instead of his Firebird, he's going to cast a Earth spell around Archibald. And he's trying to create this difficult terrain around him as the Earth around Archibald. You can see this elemental Earth begin to form, and it forms into a bear, and it attempts to sweep Archibald's foot off Camaros. And it does damage, but it's not able to get the foot off of Camaros at all. At this point, Aroy, he's going to stay where he's at. He's shaking his boots. He's going to shoot out his crossbow. And he is not able to hit, unfortunately. But Yatari's element is going to come down next to Nomu as it begins to walk down towards, towards Archibald. And Yatari's going to stay next to, to Rogar to try and figure out what's going on with him. Eddie R, it is now your turn. 
Elior is going to take the turn to power up. Just you wait, Archibald. Give me some time and I'll take you down myself. Elior is going to use, or is it Radiant Soul? Uh, put on his wings, start flying in the air, <laughs> get the extra damage from my attacks. Okay. And I'm going to fly uh, over here. <laughs> okay. I'm going to end my turn for now. All right, so you're just going to move closer. All right, that is the new round. Uh, Isundra, it is your turn. What are you doing? Rogar's not like down, down though, right? No, he's stunned. But he's like, okay. Yeah. From what you know, what you can tell. I don't like that answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, if I bonk him, though, that's only for health, right? So. Yes, that's only for health. How's Cameros? Cameros is struggling. He, he's awake. He's up, but he's just stuck under this foot. He can't get out. Yeah, I don't want to be under that foot either. Uh-uh, it's a big foot. Mm. He, we got time for him. We got time for him. But everyone else is feeling okay except for Star Wars, right? Yeah, Star Wars. We'll just say, we'll put him off the map. He's, he's out he's of commission. Done. God, he's out. Yeah, of commission we don't even right get now. to save him. God damn. We I didn't mean, like him anyway. going to, though. Yeah. Rest in piss. You know what that means? Eldritch Blast. Hey. All right. The, the 16 won't hit, but the 19 does. For 10 points I don't of damage. have advantage from somebody. I, I use cunning action on my turn. Sorry. Damn. Yeah, so only <laughs> the only I had the 10 width. damage. All right, so your 10 damage goes through. God, and, I ain't doing shit, y'all. Uh, I mean, your damage is not being reduced like yeah, some, yeah. Of, some of the other people's damage. So You're doing well, I, was gonna, I was thinking about summoning Bob, but I'm not sure I have those spell slots. But also, Bob's not going to do anything. You know what I'm saying? I ray though. Bob, Bob, that's up to you. Whatever you want to do, but uh, ten points of damage goes through, and he continues to ignore you as Sundra. He doesn't. He's not too worried. Keep ignoring me, dog. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that all you got? Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, it's Archibald's turn now. I'm gonna go ahead and say because I've been having Averis go on his turn. Averis continues to summon up a spell. And you can see she begins to cast and what she's casting here. One moment. So as she begins to cast a spell, uh, you can see she holds both her hands out and she just yells out, I am tired of this. And as she does, so she casts a conjuration spell. And what she's doing is she's summoning a cloud of daggers and she's casting it at a higher level though, a much higher level. And she's creating these cloud of daggers all around Archibald. And it's going to stay on the field for as long as she can keep it there. But I'm going to go ahead and draw, not going to hit cameras. He's too low to the ground, but these magical daggers begin to appear and they begin to cut into Archibald all around his body slashing damage um but they're magical so they're all gonna go through so she is gonna roll let's see here 10d4 so she does 25 points of damage uh with the cloud of daggers on it as the daggers begin to cut into archibald he just laughs out from the daggers (laughs) wow (laughs) all right and with that with that he is going to Look around and he sees. Uh, are you currently flying right now, Edyar? I am flying. Look at the chocolate how, angel. How high up are you? Uh, not that high. Okay. So with Archibald's turn, he grabs onto Camrose with his left pincer. 
and he lifts Camaros up and he looks over at you, ADR. And as he does so, he just throws Camaros as hard as he can at you. Why, and why are you getting so I, many people throwing at you? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I rolled a 19, so that's gonna be plus plus this. So that's gonna be uh that's gonna be a 26. Oh I catch him. All right, so Camaros is gonna slam up against you for that's going to be uh, 14 points of damage as Camaros hits you. Make me, since you're flying, make me a dexterity saving throw to see mm-hmm. if you are like knocked down with Camaros or not. Roll fire. All right, so you have a 16. You sure you're you almost get knocked to the ground by being hit by Camaros, but Camaros ends up flying past you. And he hits the ground on his back. He's prone. He also takes damage as well. And with that, uh, he takes 10 points of damage. As Camros is tossed back and hits you, he hits the ground. His head goes skidding up against the wall, and he is knocked unconscious. And with that, that was one round. He looks over at Damien, and he five steps to the... Oh, actually, no. What he does... He just looks at you. <laughs> Let's have some fun. And as he does so, he is going to cast a spell here. And he basically gets to fly. What? He gets to fly. <laughs> Why? Because that's just the I've spell never been matched like do. this before. <laughs> I've never had to compete near. <laughs> <laughs> You see, he quickly rushes forward towards Averis, and he jumps like Michael Jordan in Space Jam. <laughs> oh, my God. And he quickly flies over you all, and he lands right into the middle of all the NPCs behind Nomu. And Elroy, Atari, Naito, they all look up. Ah! You know, they're all freaked out as he lands, and he's going to swing his pincers out. That's a hit. That's a hit. And what you see is he grabs both of his pincers uh, onto Yatari and onto Elroy. And he holds them both up and he is going to deal his damage with them. And that is 10s. Elroy uh, takes 20 oh, points. He don't have it. Uh, what? Uh, he, he ain't got that. <laughs> <laughs> he got 12 HP. All right. Um, so. So Elroy is negative oh, eight. Somebody and... get this man a stretcher. <laughs> the paramedics and, come in. Well, he's technically at zero. There's no negatives in fifth edition. Thank and uh, Yatari takes 17 points of damage. So what happens as this goes on, uh, Elroy and Yatari, they are quickly grabbed up by the pincers and he holds them both up. And he just looks at the two of them. And as he begins to crush them both in his pincers, uh, Elroy goes unconscious. Help me, guys! And he goes unconscious from the pain. And uh, Yatari is also, like, slamming her hands up against the pincer. And she is basically unconscious as well. He did more than enough damage to knock her out. And you can see Yatari is down. They're both being held by him now. And as she goes down, her elemental just crumbles. She loses her concentration. Right. Her elemental isn't able to stay. And Yaito is just looking up at him. And Rogar is still stunned. So he's not able to do anything. And he just looks at the two of them. Who is next on the death count? 
That's Archibald's turn. Nomu, what are you doing? You see him holding two of your allies up. Nomu roars in a masculine tiger-like fashion. He just ah! <laughs> and, ah! he's going. He's he's going, and he's just going to hop up and bring down the great sword righteously and break. So you, you take away you take away your uh actually your witch bolt. Yeah, here I took that okay. away. He's um All right. he's chasing a sigil for Blade Ward, and then he's gonna do a braver. Oh man. <laughs> All right, 13. Uh unfortunately, it does not hit. You don't have technically advantage on him right now because Elroy Atari are in his grasp and uh Rogar's uh stunned. So you do not have advantage, but or even with advantage, it would not hit. So, well, 13 does not hit. When he misses, he brings it right back around and tries to uh, slice into his torso with that extra attack. Mm-hmm. All right. So you rolled a 16. As you go to slam down with your great sword, the two human hands, they go quickly upwards, clasping and catching your great sword in the middle of both hands. What the hell? And he just looks down at you. Nice try. <laughs> so 16 does not hit. Oh, damn it. Anything else, Nomu? Um, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, Damien, what oh, are you doing? Shitting myself. Let's see. I'm all the way back here. I'm safe. Regardless of what I do, I'm only going to do some damage. So I might as well. Hit him with that good old shapamatapompow. <laughs> All right, let me make a... Oh, I wrote a one, so he'll take nice. full damage. A 15, but obviously he's resistant, so he'll take half of that. So that will do half damage okay, there. And I'm going to give it... That'll be seven points okay. of damage. And who wants advantage on their next attack? Oh, Nomu does, but... <laughs> If you got someone else in mind, it doesn't really matter to him. He's in this to win it. Right. Mad as fuck, man. Oh, oh yeah. All right. So it's NPC's turn. I have to make death saving throws for Yatari and Elroy. Elroy failed. Yatari failed. My blood pressure can't hit. So that's 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 two failed death saving throws for each of them. Um, they're bleeding out at this point. The pincers are getting tighter on them. As is going on. Uh, Hold on, I'm gonna Rogar use some movement. Is... Can I move? Hold on, five, two. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you can move. I want to move over here. Okay, so you move closer to Yaito. Uh, Rogar is now conscious. He shakes his head. What is going on? Why was I stunned? And he looks up and he sees Yatari and Elroy unconscious in the pincers of this crazed demon. He goes, "Oh my goodness, Nomu, are you okay? Don't worry about me. Yatari and Elroy, they need help now. Help them." He grabs his greatsword with both hands and he goes behind the demon Archibald and he just takes his greatsword. I am on it. And he slashes twice with advantage. So that is going to be two confirmed hits. And let's just go ahead and roll 4d6 here. That is going to be 11 plus his strength. So a total of that is four and four, eight. So 19 points of damage. Uh, he cuts into the back of Archibald, and Archibald just looks over his shoulder at Nomu. Ugh. And Yaito is going to try and take a step back. He does not want to be up close to this guy. <laughs> Can't imagine why. He's going to do five-foot step back, so he won't leave the threat range, so he won't get an attack of opportunity. 
but he is going to uh, uh, attempt to cast a spell with a disadvantage because he's up next to him. Uh, with a disadvantage, he's not able to cast his spell off, but he's not going to get an attack of opportunity. At that point, Camros is knocked out. Stalwart's out for the count. Tari and Elroy are out for the count. Oh, wait, so that's NPCs. Eddie R, it's your turn. Eddie R is going to cast... Now, first, he's actually going to fly closer to Archibald. Actually, I can't go that far. Go here. Fly close to Archibald, okay. I'm tired of you dealing damage to all my teammates. <laughs> Same. Channel Divinity. Radiant Defense. <laughs> Eddie R is going to enchant Nomu uh, with Radiant Armor. The next time he's hit... Archibald will take 2d10 plus 7 damage. Ooh. How, how long does that last? For the next minute. Okay. It's a cool. feature. Nice. All right. Anything else? Uh, I'm also going to... Uh, no, I don't have spells. <laughs> I need to save what I have. So nothing else. Okay. That is a new round. With that being the case, Isundra, what are you doing? Elroy's down still. Elroy yes, and, and Atari. They both have one failed death saving throw. So if, Can they I fail bon- twice, if I bonk them, does that get them up? That heals them. Yeah. yeah. I would like to bonk Elroy. Oh, but then he's going to get up and go right back down. Right? I mean, possibly, yes. But then he'll be reset. Yes. I can't pick his body up and throw it. No, because he's, he's grappled. <laughs> They're both grappled? Yes. Yeah. Ryan, this guy's got like six arms. arms. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Goro, dog. <laughs> how many how many how many people we got in his arms right now? Two. Just He's got two. four arms. And two yeah. two are still free. Someone better cut some of these fucking arms off. All right. Oh, we try. Regards good, right? Should I bonk? Yeah, regards fine. You guys, should I bonk Elroy? What do you want me to do? I would I don't want him to Atari. die. You think you tired? Well, they both have failed once. Sorry, I got the magic, or she could probably break. She has, I think, she has a higher chance of breaking the grapple than Elroy. <laughs> that's fair. Elroy is a what? chicken. That's a, I want to like bonk Elroy, and then I want to be able to like chuck his body somewhere on this balcony and be like, get out of here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, all right, I'm a bu- I have to be next to her, right? Yeah, yes, or like one her. square away. Correct. I would like to be one square away because I'm afraid I'm going to get grabbed and I don't really want to do that. I would like to bonk her. I don't know what I roll to bonk her with the stat. He's just so grappled and I'm just, just, it's just smacking like, her it's in the instant. face. Yeah, so it's just like you get to do it like a spell. So you just touch her okay, with it. Okay, what is it? It's your action to do it though. So it's going to be to heal. Uh, it's going to be your wisdom modifier or no, it's going to be your charisma modifier because that's your spell based with a, as a warlock, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be 1d8 plus whatever your modifier. spell yeah, modifier is. Why do I roll like hot garbage all the fucking time? <laughs> I got a seven. So uh, you healed a Yatari up by seven points. Oh, wait, so do I do it by my, it's my charisma, charisma. Um, is it wisdom or charisma? I think it's, it's, it's charisma. charisma, but is it my spell attack bonus or is it my, just my modifier? Your modifier, not your attack bonus. Damn, I was trying to make it a little higher. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> he's she... like, I know what you're doing. She uh, is conscious and for seven HP. Whacked around. You can just, her eyes open. She gasps out. <gasps> she is still being held by, by Archibald. Okay. Anything else, Isundra, bonus action wise? I don't really have Possibly anything a, that's. Yeah. Counted. If you don't have any spells that are bonus action, then you really can't do much. Nope. I ain't got shit. 
I don't think anything. Okay. I don't think I have anything that's a bonus. Oh, okay. Well, if Can that's I move all you... If you did not move your max movement... No, I did not. Then you can move your remaining movement, which is a total of 30. So you moved 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I didn't move that far, did I? You were right here, right? Here, 30. So I moved 30. Yeah, so you, you can't move anymore then. So I... you're stuck there. Oh. Well, that's not true because I make up my own rules. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that's not true because I have something that says something about gaining something. Hold on. Each time you make an attack on an enemy, regardless if you hit them or not, you gain an extra five feet in base walking speed. This bonus increases to an extra five walking speed at level 10. But like, how many times does that stag? It's probably once every time. It says each you have time. to attack each time you attack. So, well, I know, but I've been attacking. You know what I'm saying? It's probably it's once. It's, I don't think it stacks. It's fine. I should be able to walk like, you know, thousands of feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All I right. turn's over. I'm trying. I don't know. All right. So it's Archibald's turn and Averis. Averis quickly turns around now that Archibald has flown over. And at this point, she brandishes a dagger. And as she does so, she just glares up at him and she is going to cast a spell on her dagger. And the dagger begins to glow a darkish green, basically like a green flame blade. And the dagger, though, looks somewhat different. Eddie, are you the closest to her? Make a perception check. See if you can see what this dagger is. A 17. So as you're flying nearest Averis, you look down as she casts a spell on her dagger. And it, it's more so of a short sword than a dagger, I should say. Not really necessarily a dagger, but uh, more the size of a short sword. But you can see the edge of that short sword. It looks like a part of it looks like a tooth. And as it looks like a tooth, make me a history check. See if you remember. All right, so you rolled a, a, a 12. And so as you look down at it, it looks familiar, just a lot smaller than, than what you originally uh, would think. But it looks like it's part of the dragon's fangs from Xandos as she was looking for parts of the this dragon's remains. Part of her sword, or her short sword here, looks like it's part of the tooth. A dragon's tooth. Oh, she was over playing Monster Hunter. Eddie R. Whispers yep. over to her. What do you plan to do with that? That looked familiar. <laughs> she looks up at, sh- at you. The Harry Potter shit. She, gonna stab she looks at uh, Eddie R. Fool. This is why we search for Xandos's remains. If he is to become a demon lord, the only thing that would kill him is the damn remains of a dragon lord. So she basically, yeah, so she, she's basically, that's the reason she was looking for Xandos's remains. She needed a part of Xandos to kill Archibald. I mean, she could have spread that information earlier. We all could have been some rocking some Xandos. You know what I mean? <laughs> but she didn't know she could trust you guys at that point. She can't. But she's, <laughs> we could have done the job. <laughs> that's what she tells you, but that's her action to cast the magic onto her, her blade. And Archibald now still having Elroy and Yatari in his hands. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say the doors behind you, Sundar, you can hear them being kicked in. And the doors quickly slam open. And as they do so, Grasha and Alros are standing there before you guys. And as they do so, uh, Alros is looking around. What is going on? What is that? And Garash goes, not my ducklings. This is not good. And she yells out. She goes into a rage with her hands on her great axe. 
they don't get to go just yet. They're just entering the battle. But you all hear them bust through the doors. Squad! And Archibald, <laughs> Archibald at this point looks at Rogar and uh, Nomu because he is surrounded. But he just looks the two of you, turns his body. <laughs> Make a choice. The woman or the halfling. And he is going to swing his fist at both of Rogar and Nomu. He's going to try to backhand you, Nomu, with his uh, normal hand, mm -hmm. his right normal arm. He rolled a 24. It hits. All right. And with that normal hand, he is going to hit you his, with his fist for that's going to be nine points of damage, bludgeoning. Take half. And he swings his left fist at Rogar, and Rogar takes five points of damage. And he's going to uh, attack this point in time, Yatari and Elroy you again. savage. With his pincers. And as he's doing so, he looks at the doors that bust open. More whelps. How many mercenaries have you hired, daughter? It matters not. Doesn't matter how many foolish soldiers you have. I'll kill them all. Oh, yeah. He takes and... damage for hitting me. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm doing the math right now. <laughs> Wait. All right, go and do the math. He's on the right, right now. This motherfucker's gonna die. Get your hands <laughs> off me. Another seven. Okay. Mm. All right. So twenty-three points of radiant damage. Mm, yes. So as he backhands Nomu, he feels the radiant damage that all goes through. Twenty-three of it does, and he just he roars out, ah! "Holy magic!" And oh, you like uh, that? That's that's a lot of damage. That's good damage. Get your hands off me. <laughs> his first hit on Yatari is going to go through and Yatari is going to take oof, 14 points of damage Ugh. so unfortunately she was only healed 7 Yeah. so he begins to crush her mm. again and as he does so she goes back unconscious unfortunately oh. Elroy takes an, uh, an uh, advantage hit because obviously he is unconscious so that's an advantage and he crushes Elroy even more. And as he does so, Elroy will take, well, he doesn't take damage. He takes an automatic death saving throw failure. So Elroy is down to two failed death saving throws out of three. And Atari is unconscious again. Nomu, what are you doing? Oh, boy. Um, hmm. All right, we got to heal Elroy. Just, I'll, oh, I'll heal him. I, I want to just, I want to just. I can bonk him. Yeah, I'll, I, she can either, I can actually take care of it with a camera. Yeah, but the NPC's turn is coming up. He, he has to make a death saving throw. If oh, he yeah. fails, he's dead. Yeah, yeah well, I'm I'll not going to put that on a 50-50. I got a potion. I mean, I can... You focus on attacking since yours actually go through all the way. All right, then he's going to try to slice that arm that's holding Yatari. Unhand my cub! <laughs> all right. That's baby. You advantage. All right. That's... You... Hmm? You have advantage because he's surrounded by you and Rogar. All right, that's his baby. You gotta put her down now. Mm, nice. Get your fucking hands off her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. He traces the sigil, then attacks. He reapplies right. his blade ward. <laughs> I can't All forget right. that. <laughs> so with an advantage, not a natural 20, but it's a 20. So that will hit for 11 points of damage. And then he's going to re-attack that arm again. Again, you know, righteously. 14, unfortunately, is not going to hit. Damn it! But 11 points of damage, you cut into the bulkier arm, which is the pincer. You're not able to cut it off, 
you draw some blood out with your magical greatsword, and he just growls at you. Anything else, Nomu? That's it. Uh, yeah, that's it. Damien, I'm gonna run over to Elroy and heal him. So as you do that, he has reach. So that would be a a attack of opportunity because you're running past him. Yeah, you're gonna have to slide on him like Mega Man. Oh, so I have I can go right here. Yeah, you could do that without an attack. Okay, I'm gonna be on this angle of Elroy then to administer a potion the Sundra gave me. Was that a regular potion you gave me? Just Okay, so with you doing that, all right, so that's going to be whatever, yeah, I think it's a regular potion you got, right? I think I gave you guys, I had some graders and I had some regulars, but I took them off my list because I gave them to you guys. Yeah, you said you didn't need the grader. Yeah. I think you gave Nomu two of them. I don't know. I think. I have one of them. Okay. I gave one to Eddie Arch. Okay. So I I think mine is regular. So just 2d4 plus four then? Yeah. Okay. So seven. Okay. So uh, seven HP, you're able to force some liquid down Elroy's mouth with how busy Archbold is against Rogar and Nomu. And he is. He's slapping, Damien's slapping his cheeks. Come on, little guy. You can't leave me. I know you dropped my flask, but I'm not mad, okay? Come on. (laughs) All right. So you're able to heal him back up to three HP. He wakes up. What's going on? Get me out of here. We were trying to. You keep insisting on being in the battle. We know you're right or die. We know that. But we don't want you to die. Okay? Yeah, the writing part's over. (laughs) (laughs) It's all dying from here. All right. Let's have a bonus action. Yes, and I'm going to... Who who wants it? Uh, The advantage. Yeah, Asundra, I'll give it to you. Those Eldritch blasts go through. All right. To me, I can try to chain it back to her. Okay. Go ahead, Eddie. I'll give it to Eddie instead. It'll be a try. Um, At this point, uh, Yaito is going to attempt to to back away. He doesn't want to be too close, but that's going to be an attack of opportunity. And it hits. Mm. And as Yaito attempts to back away, actually, no. Yaito, no, no, this is going to happen. I rolled already. So he backhands Yaito, and Yaito goes flying up against the wall, and he crashes into the wall for 10 points of damage. Um, But as he does so, he uh, is going to aim his hand out and attempt to shoot Archibald with an advantage, and he will hit with one of his Firebirds, and he's able to do six points of damage. And Rogar swings his greatsword twice, and that's a one and an eight. He is able to block Rogar's attacks, and Rogar is beginning to to sweat a bit. But as that happens, Grasha is going to come around with Al Rose. And Al Rose looks around uh, and yells out, Is that Archibald? Who is that? What is it? That's Archibald, damn it. At least it was. And and, uh, he looks at the demon, and he just fangs out, and he's going to rush behind Archibald next to Damien. And he's going to swing his daggers and he's able to stab Archibald in the back with both of his daggers. And at that point, uh, he draws a little bit of blood. And Grasha is going to come around as well with her great axe. And she does the, the Xena. <laughs> <laughs> and she's in a full rage and she comes crashing down next to Damien as well with her great axe for two swings. 
And she's able to do some damage there. She is able to do 15 points of slashing damage. Her second hit misses, though. All right, Eddie, it's your turn. What are you doing? Oh, wait. Elroy's going Elroy's to try and break out. He's, he's conscious. Uh, he rolled a three. He's not breaking out. <laughs> I'm going to fly over here. To Black Angel. Uh, do I have advantage if I attack from the spot? All right, all right, no, I got advantage from Damien. Uh, yeah. I'm going to cast... Wow, too many spells. Uh, there it is. Guiding Bolt. Eddie looks dead into Archibald's eyes, yelling, Guiding Bolt! Nice. Oh, it's a natural 20. It'll be 40, yeah, 46 plus 7 with my uh, plus level on damage. Okay. Mm-hmm. 26 points of damage, radiant damage. And the next so attack will, goes through. And the next attack will have advantage. So that all goes through there. 26 points. The radiant begins to burn into the right side of Archibald. I'm growing weary of this. All right. I'm going to melt you alive with my radiance damage. <laughs> we'll see about that, cleric. All right. Um, Isundra, it's a new round. What are you doing? Archibald is fuming. He is pissed. He is about to show no mercy. He wants to, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What does this mean? He wants to eat that yard so bad. He should bother to learn his name. That's all I was going to say. Um, do I have advantage? Do I not have advantage? Yeah, you do. Because Nomu. Nomu and Alrose. And Damien, technically. Hawk! Oh my good. god. I know. What's wrong? <laughs> oh, wait, no. <laughs> wait. Hold on. Do I want to do... What? Is Elroy down again? No, he's at three. Okay, he's fine. I mean, he's not great, but it's not going to matter if I heal him. So, yes, I'm going to hit that. Does the 16 hit? No. God damn it. I'm moving. It's a bad angle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where's your Tori? Still, still on the pencil. She's, she's uh, unconscious again. I actually oh. have, to make a death, I have to make a death saving throw for her. Well, then I'll bonk her. Okay. Okay, Jinquan, delete all of that. Instead of attacking, I'm going to bonk Yatari. <laughs> Forget what I have. Okay. 1d8. 1d8 plus your charisma modifier. I was trying to keep these motherfuckers alive. You know what I'm saying? It's working. Ooh. All right. 12. How many charges okay. we got left? I've bonked Nomu. I bonked Yatari. This is my third. You bonk. have 10 tar- charges total. When we started today, you had nine left. You have so seven. You bonked. Yeah. Okay. We got to keep track of that. Yes, I do. have. All right. So that's 12. Uh, Yatari is back to consciousness for 12 HP. And now I want to move because this is a shit angle. It is now Archibald's turn. And with that, he is growing weary and annoyed. And he roars out, I've had enough. We end this now. And as he does so, he is casting a spell. All right. So that spell is fireball basically kind of like a meteor he casts fireball within himself and it's going to hit everyone around him absorb elements (laughs) everyone roll a deck saving throw except for isundra i'm using and eddie are using absorb elements i got to so i'll be absorbing half of this you need 15 to save from it um, so I'm going to take no damage. Uh, what am I rolling? Dexterity uh, saving. Dex throw. save, so. 
18. So you'll take half. I'll be taking half of half. a half. <laughs> yes. So that is going to be. I'll roll it here. One moment. It's a big number. Hmm. Yep. 36 points of fire damage. Yeah, I'm going to use evasion. All right. So you evade all of it. So 36, you'll take half of that number, which is 18, and then half of 18, which is nine. All right. Everyone else, make some rolls. Let's fail. 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 All right. Hey, rolls so, you making? so I'm making rolls <laughs> for all the NPCs around. Oh. Rasha failed. Alrose failed. Uh, Atari yeah. failed. And uh, Elroy succeeded. So they, unfortunately, all take 36 points of damage. Ugh. And what happens is Atari will take half because she is a tiefling. So half of 36 is 18. She'll be taking 18 points of damage. She's unconscious again. Wait, is he taking half because she's a tiefling or just half because of the save? Half because she's a tiefling. She failed her save. Uh, I, th- I thought she passed hers and everyone else failed. Uh, Elroy fa- or passed his. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Elroy passed his, not Yatari. So uh, Elroy passed his, but he still takes half damage. So Elroy and Yatari are unconscious again. So they're both out of commission. They cannot get a break from this. And uh, Grasha and Alrose, you see Alrose and Grasha, they uh taking all the heat and grosh is still in rage and she just roars out still standing al rose he, he's pretty hurt from it but he's he's still standing and he's just yelling and as that happens archibald turns around like i said enough and what he does is he spins around he slams his hand against al rose oh no mm. that is a crit oh jeez. So as he smacks our rolls with his right hand, that is going to be 15 points of damage with it being a crit. And with that, he grabs onto Al Rose with his, his uh, left human hand, grasping him by the neck, and he begins to crush Al Rose. So with his right hand, he punches into Al Rose's chest. And as he's doing so, Al Rose just looks at him. I will kill you, Archibald. You killed my sister. And Archibald looks up at him. I don't even know you. I don't remember killing her. And with his next attack, his right hand, that is also going to hit. As he knocks Alrose out with the second hit, or the, I said the first hit, he's grasping him. The second hit is an automatic death saving throw fail. And he just goes, mm. he lets go of Yatari with his right pincer. And he slams his right pincer into uh, Rose with an advantage. And that is going to hit. All right. And that's not going to do damage. That's another automatic failed saving throw. My goodness. And he lets go of Elroy. And he swings with advantage. And that. Okay. So this is what happens here. So he quickly lets go of Yatari and Elroy, dropping them to the ground. And as Al Rose is now being held by both of Archibald's human hands as he's choking him out, you can see he lifts him up as he falls unconscious. And his pincer goes, it stabs Al Rose through the chest. <gasps> and Al Rose just begins to cough out blood. And you see the pincer just bursts through the back of his back. Oh, Jesus. And Allie, Al Rose, he unfortunately is dead ah that's three failed death saving throws i didn't even you um, you just like murdered him in cold blood made us sit there and listen to you (laughs) step by step step, walking (laughs) still 
So basically, you just see Al Rose say, you'll pay for my sister's death. And he just goes, I don't even know you. I don't even know Or remember you killing your sister. Damn. And you see the pincer, it just slowly goes through Al Rose's chest as he's attempting to fight back. And you just see, unfortunately, the fireball just did way too much damage to him. He's weakened. And it goes through his chest, instantly killing Al Rose. And Al Rose's arms go limp, hanging there as he is now being thrown to the side onto the dance floor. Alrose is dead. Oh, man. Man. All right, with that, uh, Avira sees this, and she quickly rushes forward with her blade, and she is going to stab up at him with it, and she actually hits, and as she hits, that's going to be... That's going to be 12 points of damage, and as it does so, he just hisses out... Ah, that stings, it hurts, what is it? And that is her turn. She's not going to say anything or tell him what it is. Nomu, what are you doing? Nomu grips his great sword hard as hell. He's going to use his limit break. Something he's been saving up. You hear this. And, uh, well, he's going to retrace. He's going to reapply his, uh, his blade ward. And he's going to start attacking. He's, he's just swinging. All right, you have advantage still. 21 will hit. Oh, oh I get to re-roll that one on that attack, so give me a second. All right. A two. <laughs> so 11 points of damage on your first attack. <laughs> yep, and he, extra attack. He's bringing it around. He's doing a cross slash. All right, 23. He's using his action surge, so he's going in for another attack. All right. Extra attack. <laughs> Going in. Oh my god. Right. You gotta avenge our boy. That was fucked up. So 11, 14, and 11. Yep. He's done a total of 22 plus the 14. So that's a 36 points of slashing damage with magical. So that all goes through. Nomu has murder in his eyes. He's no longer the Nomu you knew. He's just a bez- this berserk hunk or Husk. The monster. <laughs> the, he's just the monstrous. <laughs> the monstrous. So it all goes through, and as you do so, you're randomly slashing. You're able to cut off his left pincer arm, and he just roars out. He says and nothing. His left, his lo- his left pincer arm is on the ground. Damien, what are you doing? I know I'm not doing the most, but I'm gonna fucking try. Fuck it. All right, so you have advantage. Oh my god, two crits! Woo! The dice tell the story. It knows you guys are mad for Al Rose's death. Yes, that's two crits. This, uh, that's two crits. Damn, that's what I'm telling you. The dice know the story. Yep. <laughs> Twenty six points of damage, but halved. Yeah, right? the rapier will be eighteen points half. So that's gonna be nine plus your dagger of eight. Oh wait, that's double. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. One second. Oh, sorry. Add in one one d six of fire damage. I know it ain't nothing, but <laughs> right. Get yeah, I want everything. One, every be one drop. additional damage. Yep. Then. <laughs> hey, yeah, one HP can mean life or death for somebody. Yep. All right, so yeah, your both your crits go off with your sneak attack damage. So that is the eighteen plus the the eight, and then the eleven points of sneaking damage. So that that will be halved. But your sneak attack, I don't think sneak attack damage is considered. Okay, so it's not going to be halved, but uh, your two crits are halved. All right, so you did a decent amount of damage there. Nice. Anything else, Damien? Nice. I'm going to give Eddie our advantage. 
All right, it's now the NPC's turn. Yatari and Elroy make death saving throws. Elroy failed. Yatari failed. That's one fail for each of them. And Grasha, she and Rogar are going to be swinging like mad. Um, Rogar and see Grasha. Rogar and Grasha see arrows being killed, and they both go into like a rage as well. And they begin to just keep slashing at this dude. Uh, Rogar hits with two. Grasha hits with both as well. So as they do so, you can see they are cutting into Archibald quite a bit. Blood is gushing out of his body now. And Yaito gets up and he's going to shoot. The magic, unfortunately, is not able to hit. Ediar, it's your turn. What are you doing? Ediar is going to repeat the same thing, except for he's going to cast Guiding Bolt at level two this time because I'm at a level one spell slot. With advantage, it'll be... Mm-hmm. 26, right, 26 and it'll be 46 plus seven plus seven actually it'll be 5d6 so one more all right so that is wait what is that that's it'll be uh, 31 radiant damage all right so 31 radiant damage goes through and as it does so uh, archibald drops to a knee because that all goes through Ugh! damn it i need more power mm, no <laughs> get them bodies <laughs> Somebody burn them bodies. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> will not live anymore today. This is the last one. Sundra. Eldritch blast those bodies. Uh, and the next deck has advantage. All right. Sundra, it's a new round. What are you doing? Hey, you guys. It's almost his turn. Do I need the bonk? Somebody, though, is Elroy two down? Yeah, it's Ari and uh, Elroy. Elroy, they... They both are down, and they both failed their first death saving throw. Oh, they still got another one, though? You think I should just hit him? I got advantage, so I think I should hit him, right? Because you guys can stabilize on me, right, even without a potion? If you if you use your action to help them to stabilize them, yeah, you could. Or a medicine check, I guess. I would spare the dying, though. So. All right, well, they still got two time, two chances, so... But- Getting there would be an issue for me. We'll see what happens. Should I bonk them or should I attack? Uh, you can only bonk one. Yeah. And if we end it, you know what I'm saying? He's down to one knee. He fell to a knee because that really hurt him badly. So, But you don't know how close to, to death he might be. Nor you know what he's going to do on his turn. Nope. Well, I missed. So the town missed. You got a crit, though. I did. On your second Eldritch Blast, see the dice? No. Arrows, Arrows is down. He's dead. Arrows, you hated the matter with us. <laughs> i remember you forever so that is 15 plus your 10 so that's 25 points of damage that's all like so do. that's 25 points into the neck of archibald you see a chunk of his neck goes flying off Ew. and he yells out Aah! he's still up but that's full 25 damage that I went said, through. that is for archibald or not archibald you are archibald that is for our rose <laughs> All right. Anything else you stream movement wise? No. Okay. This is his turn. And he just in anger roars out. I need more power. Uro Smevra. Roken. I am to be a demon lord. Do not allow them to defeat me. Give me more power. And at that point, he is going in rage. He is mad. He just begins to swing around his one pincer that's left with two <laughs> arms. Because remember, Nomu cut off one of his arms, uh, his left pincer, and he swings around ravagely. And as he does so, he just slams. All right, so let's make Oh. No, don't say that. Don't say right, that. I just wrote a natural. I, I wrote a natural 20, guys. So. Hit Nomu. No. Okay, so I'm going to go and make another roll. So this one's going to hit. And then his second attack. Ooh, that was almost another, that was almost another 20. It does not. Oh it's my not God, a 20. You're disgusting. Okay. So. <laughs> 
Okay. I like the way you said that. All right, so uh, Rogar, he's going to take damage from the second hit. Rogar swings his great sword to try and get another hit with Nomu, and that damage is going to deal Rogar. That is going to be 16 points of damage. Oh. Uh, Rogar is hurt with 16 points, and then his other hand smacks Grasha, and that's for 18 points of damage. Damn! And both of them are now pretty badly hurt after the fireball and everything. So with that, uh, the critical though. Oh, I need. I need. Um, do you is, do that? This is going to be a decision here. No, it's not. So, um, with the crit. He sends his pincer at Elroy or Yatari, but we all know when you're downed with a crit, that's two instant death saving throws failed. Fuck. That means one of them will die. Which means, I mean, you could swing somewhere else, Ryan. Yeah. But why'd no. you swing at a Varus? Nope. I mean, no. He ain't been fighting her the whole time. Right. What is, is she even doing? She's the strongest one. You've been skipping her turn. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> she ain't doing shit since the dagger round. I'm on to you. It's her turn this round. She's attacking. She need to help. So no one has anything to shield. Uh, I can only give advantage to the person next to me, which is you. I mean, you can't do shit. <laughs> Somebody got something. I know you're holding something. So what's gonna happen is we'll just say Alicia gains an extra turn, and she gets to bonk somebody. Ryan, you're such a dick. Oh man. I'm sorry. Like us, stop unplugging my headphones. Like us, pissed. She's unplugging my headphones. She wants this game to be ended. Should we roll the dice? In his rampage, his last remaining pincer goes to slam up against one of the unconscious allies, Elroy or Yatari. Why? What's but in wrong this, with in this, in this, he knows he can kill someone. He's going to do it. Mm. He already smacked Grosh and Rogar. That doesn't well, seem like an intelligent dice. way to fight. Oh, yeah, it seems like you saved that crit for Elroy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that was the first crit. The first attack. Yeah, and it's going last. That's dicey. It is an intelligent mm-hmm. way because the crit is going to automatically kill somebody. Oh, yeah, but man. you're attacking someone who's down instead of attacking the people who are trying to kill you. <laughs> yes, because he wants to get rid of you. You keep healing these motherfuckers. <laughs> who are we hitting? Do I roll dice? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Dice decide everything. All right, guys. I'll roll it on D20 so you guys can even see it. All right. We'll roll a uh, a D6. How about that? You can do just two people, right? You can do a D2 and D20. Can you do a D2? Yeah, just slash roll okay. D2. All right. So uh, Elroy is one. Yatari is two. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. No. It didn't oh! roll. It did. Oh, roll. no. Oh. Oh my goodness, Ryan! So I rolled a one, as everyone can see. I'm not lying. So in lying about rampage, that crit. In the, I didn't lie <laughs> about the crit. Mm-hmm. In this rampage, he swings his pincer around and and he smashes Elroy. Oh man! And as he smashes Elroy in the ground, he picks Elroy up, and Elroy just hold him to ah! stay home. He looks, he, he's able to slowly open his eyes. I can't breathe, guys. And he just crushes Ryan. Elroy in his pincers. Oh, you and, say it like that. I know. And Elroy. My chin's doing the meatball. <laughs> he was ride or die. 
And this time he as, dies. As Elroy suffocates. He wrote and died. He breaks Elroy's neck. Oh. And he drops Elroy to the ground. And he just roars out in his rampage. And he begins to turn around. And he's going to attack uh, the next random people. And that is his turn. And Averis, she uses this opportunity to try and sneak into his back. And she wrote an 18. And she stabs him again with her max damage. That is going to be 16 points of pure damage. And she stabs him in the side as he roars out. And as she begins to stab him, she seeps some of his health. And she heals herself for a little bit. But as she does so, she draws out blood. And she looks at Nomu and Damien. Finish him now! And... What the fuck have you been doing? Starboard and, and uh, uh, Algros, Elroy, we're losing soldiers left and right. They're dropping like flies. And what the fuck are you doing? You're the strongest person in this room. This was your idea. You need to do more. All right. And she looks at Damon. I have been, you fool. Finish him now while my short sword's in him. I don't even have magic. Nomu, it is now your turn. You can see Averis is leaning up against Archibald with her dragon tooth or dragon fang short sword piercing his side. She's yelling at you guys to kill this motherfucker. What are you doing, Nomu? You can see Elroy. He has his neck crushed. He is lying there lifeless along with Al Rose. What are you doing? Nomu, in his wordless rage, he has tears in his eyes. And uh, he's just he's just going to swing with he's going to use his rage. He's going to reapply his blade ward and he's just going to swing as hard you as you have he advantage. Can. So that's 26. And then he's going to bring the great sword down vertically. That's another 26. So that's going to be double damage there for uh, 29 points of damage. He'll take half or no, he'll take full damage because you have a magical sword. Yep. As you cut down, your great sword cuts off his left pincered arm and he just roars out, uh, not having both of his pincered arms any longer. You focus on me. And as that happens, he roars out, dropping to his second knee at this point. All right. Nomu, I think that's all you got, right? Yeah. <laughs> Damien, what are you doing? His back is to yes. me. And so I'm going to do yep. what I do best and stab him in the fucking back. I'm going to uh, X-Factor him in the back. X-Factor with an advantage because your allies are all around him. So that's a 20 and a critical. Very nice. So 13 stick attack damage. Your crit. Uh, did you want to crit with your dagger or your short sword of flames kiss? Oh, no, we can do the short sword without the fire damage. Okay. So your Raper does five piercing, your Sneak Attack does 13, and your crit for your short sword will be the... That's, that's a shitload there. Okay, so... All right, so you stab him into his back with all of your weapons, and as you do so with Averis's short sword in him, you can feel your weapons go through his, his armored defenses, and even though he's resistant to your, your damage... Uh, it just feels like you're able to deal more damage. You're able to sink your weapons deeper into him. And he roars out from behind in pain. Damien's pushing so hard. Uh, his grip on his hilt is slipping. Veins are popping out of his forehead. His teeth are being grinded. I mean, he's really trying to destroy him. He is pissed. So with that, as, as you're doing, so you can see his body, since you're right up on him, it's somewhat beginning to shift back to normal 
because of this, he's weakening, but he's not dead. Mm-hmm. And NPCs at this point, Tara has to make a death saving throw. That's a five. She failed. She's got one more left. Damn it. Or she dies. Rogar, he is really hurt. But I can... I'm going to give a, a advantage. Eddie, do you want it? Or should I give it to you? Right, one more spell left, so... As soon as you need a bonk, fuck Yatari. Yeah, I'm a bonk. Yeah, you can give it to me because okay. I got one more spell left. Okay. You just see uh, Rogar, he is pissed. And he just goes, you killed my friend, my little friend. You will pay. And he just swings his great sword down as hard as he can. Ooh, that's a 19. And uh, another, that's a four. So the second one won't hit. He's able to deal 11 points of damage. And what happens is he cuts off the left human arm with his great sword. And Grasha, at this point, she's swinging as well. That's going to be uh, one hit. And she deals. She's only able to do eight points of damage, unfortunately. She does not cut off the, the last remaining arm. But she did, does cut into his neck. You can see part of his neck is beginning to... Uh, it's chopped off part of it. A piece of his neck is now missing. With that, Yaito, he's just... He can't believe what's going on, and he's just in anger. He's just going to shoot. He doesn't have any more spell slots, so he's just going to shoot his cantrips out. So he just shoots flaming tigers out. Both will hit for... That's 20 fire damage right there. Nice. But he'll only take half, obviously. So 10 points of damage. You see, instead of him shooting these firebirds, he shoots out two fire tigers. They roar out and crash into him. And uh, Eddie R., it's now your turn. You can see, at this point, Archibald's... No, not today. I have come so far. I will not fail. Give me more power. Today is the day you will fail. You shall exist no more. Eddie goes in for his last level two guiding bolt. Advantage. Okay. All right. So that's a 25. That will hit. Nice. Uh, Damn. Nice. There it is. Okay. So that's 36 points, or no, 32 points of damage. Um, burn. So with 32 points of damage, you can see the Radiant begins to engulf Archibald. And uh, with Averis's short sword still in him, you can see his body continues to disintegrate slowly and slowly as he begins to form back into his human form. And at this point, Archibald's on both of his knees. Both of his arms have been cut off. He's bleeding out. And this... You have defeated Archibald de Darkmoor. At what cost? And with him on his right. knees now, he's bleeding out. He just looks over, and Averis still has her short sword in his side. And he's just, no, impossible. No, do not forsake me, Aptatic Evils. I did everything you demanded. Where is the power you promised me? And as he is doing so, and he's bleeding out, Averis grabs onto his, his head, his hair, and she looks him in the face. Your gods are not here for you. They are forsaken you, father. This is over. And you can see she takes her short sword, and she just stabs him in the chest with it. And as she does so, the heart is pierced. And as she pierces his heart, she slowly pulls her short sword out and Archibald's eyes go back into his head. And you can see as he drops to the ground, the energy from within him, it dispersed in that murmuring and chattering that you can hear all around the room during the entire fight. It quickly vanishes 
and the energy it pushes you all back not enough to like actually physically push you back but it definitely you all can feel it pushing up against you and his body soon just crumples to the ground and it begins to disintegrate as the energy flows out of the room and the demons all in the mansion you don't know what's happening with them right now you don't know if they're still there or not but i'll I'll explain that in the next time we discuss this but you all have defeated archibald de darkmore his body soon turns into ash and he has not gotten the or he did not become the demon lord he wanted to become and as that happens Averis lets out a long sigh and she just sheathes the short sword and she looks at the rest of you. <sighs> it is done. What do you guys do? I wants to rush to Elroy and say, no, Elroy, my buddy. Nomu is going to pick Damien. up Atari and feed her a greater potion. He's picking her up like a babe in arms <laughs> and feeding her a potion. All right. Grasha is going to slowly walk over towards Al Rose and she's going to lean down and close his eyes with a hand. Poor duckling. We could not save him. And uh, Rogar is just going to look over at Elroy. He begins to sniff a little bit. And he's trying to hold back some of his tears and he just looks away. And uh, what, what are you guys doing at this point? Uh, Camros is unconscious and Stalwart again is in two pieces. Uh, Averis is going to walk towards Camros to, to feed him a potion to wake him up. But as this goes on, you all just stand there in uh, despair with the loss of two of your friends. We're all standing here out Elroy. Poor Elroy is like, no one's, no one's really worried about him. I mean, he's sad, but Elroy's been with us for a while longer. I was checking on Atari to see if she's okay. Yeah. The Atari, she wakes up after being healed and, you know, she's, she's okay. She's not like hurt, hurt. I mean, she was one death saving throw away from possibly dying. She ain't gone nowhere. She's in, she's in the, uh, the tiger's clinch. <laughs> yep. So she, she's, she is okay. But as, as you guys gather around Elroy, you can see his neck has been crushed. Oh. He can, he can basically, ba- he's barely breathing. And at this point, he just looks up at you guys. Oh, my God, Ryan. Right. Or die. Shut the fuck up. That's not like I can and, save this man. And he, no, he's done. He's done. He said, no, you cannot. <laughs> he's done. He, he should be talking if I can save him. If I can't save him. Make it more dramatic. And you see Elroy, he, his, his hand just is uh, quivering and then just drops to the ground. He held on to his life till the very end. Unfortunately, Elroy has been killed. I'm sorry. No, you're not. And with this traumatic... Damien! I don't know what's going to happen with you guys. Oh, man. Yeah. Damien, tears in his eyes, turns from Elroy's corpse and looks over at Averis. This is all your fault! If you never made us sign the contract, we wouldn't even have been here! As she's feeding Camros. The fucking Uber driver. (laughs) As Averis is feeding Camros the potion, she slowly looks over at you. If it wasn't for me, we'd all be dead. If it wasn't for you, 
We'd be still taking job at the Adventurers Guild, getting drunk at the pubs, doing what we were doing, living our lives, having a good time until you came along and changed everything. I won't forget you, and I damn sure Damien, won't stop! You. We lost too many allies. Fuck her! It's not for I want my money, and I don't ever want to see her ass again. This is over. She looks down at, looks over at Stalwarts, then at Al Rose and Elroy, and then she looks back up at you, Damien. The loss of your friends over the loss of all of Dorwin and possibly Londe and the rest of Tyrister, I'd say their lives were worth it. It could have been millions more. They didn't die for nothing, Damien. You use your magic. Bring them back. There is not much I can do for the dead. They didn't have to come. She made them come. It could have just been us. That is true. We didn't want them to come. And if they did not come, two of you would possibly be dead. That's fine. I'll give my life over there to any time. (laughs) (laughs) We're warriors. When it comes to defending the land against heptatic evils and a madman such as my father, all must stand as warriors to preserve all of Tyrister. They fought dying for a rightful cause. There's no better way than dying than today. Elroy wasn't even a warrior. He was just a traveler. Someone who had a cart to transport goods. Who's going to fucking take care of those oxen? Because I'm not picking up their poop. (laughs) You did this. You fucked up our family, our clique. Let's just give Elroy a proper burial. You had us kill your family. You're a piece of shit. Let's get him in the wagon. Let's get him out of here. Avira just looks at you guys and she begins to walk over towards Stalwart and she's going to cast a spell Unseen Servant and uh, you can see this Unseen Servant picks up both halves of Stalwart and she's going to look at the rest of you. It won't be long until Wolfpine's authorities show up. If I were you, I would escape along with, with me as I speak now. And she's going to summon a portal or you can stay and find out if the other demons are still around. The choice is yours. And she opens a portal and she begins to walk out into the portal with her unseen servant carrying the parts of Stalwart. And Camros, he's going to walk towards you guys. He's hurt badly. Oh, oh, I'm glad you all made it up alive. I'm sorry about your friends. There's not much I could have done there. But if I were you, I would not stick around here. Authorities might try and blame you for the things that happened here. If I were you, I would escape through the portal with me. Come! And he's going to step through the portal as well. And Grasha grabs onto Al Rose's body, and she looks at the, the rest of you. Darklings, I think it is best we leave with them. Yeah, Nomu's going to carry Atari through the portal. <laughs> Someone grab Elroy. And he walks through the portal. I'll grab Elroy. Ador walks up, puts Elroy on his back, walks to the portal. All right. So as you all walk to the portal, you are back at uh, Averis's mansion. And as you all get through, the portal closes up behind you. And we will end this episode of Taverns and Caverns there. Until next time. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to another episode of Taverns and Caverns. This is your Dungeon Master, Ryan, at 
Haphazard DM on Twitter. That's where you can find me. And you can also follow some of our other players. Hi, everybody. I'm Felicia. I play Sundra, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dagger Tribal. And I'm Bri. I play Damien and Desiree. You can follow me at Blaze underscore NBK on Twitter. That's my new name. And Instagram is just Blaze NBK, no space. I'm Julian, uh, also playing Eddie R. You can follow me at JWPlayZero on Twitter or JWPlayZero on YouTube. I'm Robert Jones, and I don't have social media, but I am on YouTube. You can find me at TrueBone, that's T-R-U, Bone. I make simple videos by putting video games to movies. All right, awesome. Blood and bone, that's all I thought about. (laughs) That's our players. Again, thank you for listening, and you can follow us again on Twitter at Taverns Caverns. Cool, and that's it. See you guys next time. All right. Yeah. Okay.